Well, hello and good afternoon, good evening, and in the East Coast, good morning, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. And of course, as per the norm, we have breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. I literally had to change the show at the 15-minute mark before we went live because, well, Phil Spencer did a, a bombshell interview with CNBC and man, he talked about here, there, and everywhere. Uh, he threw Tencent under the bus. He basically talked about exclusives being an important part of the industry. He specifically made mention of Sony. He talked about uh, that they can't hit a pause button once this deal is done, that the industry cannot be paused. They're going to be very aggressive. I mean, we, we're going to spend the next two hours, ladies and gentlemen, talking about what led to this interview, and we're going to start off with what happened yesterday with GameIndustry.biz. Someone, a.k.a. the cowardly lion, Jim Ryan, uh, made a particular comment, which I have in front of me, and we're going to talk about that. And I think that based on what Jim Lion, Dance Moves Ryan had to say, sparked this interview with, of course, Phil Spencer and CNBC, and there was a lot to talk about uh what let's get first of all we have a monster panel here today we'll start with our very special guests crazy lou gaming from xbox international what's going on dude how you feeling oh man i'm feeling pretty good and happy to join you today in breakfast with boom man we got a lot of stuff going on today and while we're talking you know i just ordered my old spice during because i ran out of it and like the commercial says old spice order makes you smell with power so i yes. love it I love I'm pretty it. I love excited, it. man. Pretty excited to join y'all. So let's have some fun today. Yeah, we're, we're going to have a lot of fun because there's a lot to get into. And of course, yes. making his return appearance, uh, who who just could, I, when, whenever we get these big opinion pieces, he seems to have the day off. It's it's like the stars have a line. Crispy bomb. I know you have a lot to say about good old Jimmy boy. How you feeling, man? Welcome. Oh, feeling great. Uh, watching watching that interview. All I heard in my head was round one fight. And I was like, I was like, okay, it's on now. So we're going to get into it. But yeah, it's, it's getting a little spicy now. And uh, I mean, I just hope we're not talking about this until the end of the year, because it, it will get a little redundant at some point, but it keeps, keep having these little tidbits. So let's get into it. Yeah. I mean, listen, yeah. obviously we want to talk about games uh, real quick. Speaking of games, if you didn't know, uh, Wulong. The, the, the game that was announced uh, by Team Ninja that's coming into Xbox Game Pass, the demo is up for both the Xbox uh, Series X and PS5, so you can go check that out. I have, I'm have i downloading it as, as we speak. I ha- I've been overloaded this morning with a lot of stuff that I had to do, so I didn't get a chance to actually play, uh, but definitely go check that out. Go Just type in Wulong on, on your browser for you know whatever store you want to use. And you'll see it and download it to your console. But uh, Web Dave, brother, how you feeling? Welcome back. And yes, there is some more Phil Spencer, or as the kids call him, Phil Spender news that we have to break down. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. I also like to to thank um, Dark Knight in the chat who brought that to my attention. That's why I put it in there for you to check out. And uh, yes, wow, what a awesome so i'm ready to, i'm ready to get into it now man yeah just shout out to dark knight who is uh normally seen of course on rdx mm-hmm. uh and we want to thank him for being here and dropping that information because that is uh 
that's some big news. And again, I had to literally change the whole show, thumbnail, title, everything. It's but, worth uh, it, though. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, that's that's what you do. Uh, and right. of course, I hope you don't hear the buzzing because they're cutting wood across the street. I mean, like, no, you're good. holy moly. Uh, <laughs> Buzzy Belvedere, what's going on, brother? How are you feeling? Oh, I'm doing pretty good and glad to be here with you guys. Man, just some awesome breaking news. And <laughs> I, I call him uh, Crying Lion Jim Dance Moves Ryan. Man, he's at it again. So it's a lot to get into. And man, good interview with Phil as far as... Uh, what they plan to do with Activision. So let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to break it all down. But okay, so let, let's get back to what sparked more controversy in what's being called one of the biggest deals in gaming history. Uh, Microsoft is set to uh, purchase Activision Blizzard King for nearly $70 billion. Uh, that's obviously not, a, you know, if you're just waking up out of a rock, then yes, surprise, they're going to own Call of Duty. Uh, But if you've been following this channel, you've been following many channels like Randall Thor and Dealer and, of course, Xbox International and and Mav and Pong and and Steel Rain and and so many more. We've all been covering this uh, almost on a daily basis. What what happened yesterday was uh, sparked uh, this interview. At least that's what I believe. And Sony actually responded to the CMA's decision to further investigate the acquisition And they said that it welcomes this announcement. Now, of course, this story was pulled from GameIndustry.biz. It was written by James Batchelor, who is, of course, the editor-in-chief for this website. And this is what uh, Sony had to say. Check it out, folks. It's very, very catty, in my opinion. By giving Microsoft control of Activision games like Call of Duty, this deal would have major negative implications for gamers. And the, and the future of the gaming industry. Now, this for, again, they didn't specifically say who gave this statement, but let's, let's face the fact, no one gives a, a powerful statement like that unless it's Jim Ryan. It's not to his intern. They continue, though, folks. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality gaming experience, and we appreciate the CMA's focus on protecting gamers. Now, this is where I call bullshit the only curse of the day sorry i had to do it uh gamers what gamers are is is he concerned about protecting because it's not xbox gamers it's not switch gamers it's not pc gamers it's only his gamers and considering that sie isn't making the 70 billion dollar investment i don't know why they would even have a nerve to say anything but let's start with, with crispy on this crispy the internet was a buzz last night uh yesterday morning and and ran through the night everyone was talking about this This, again, completely dictates the arrogance that Sony has. And I've said this yesterday, and I'm going to say it again. Folks, they have been in first place for three generations that span the PS3, the PS4, and the PS5. Over a decade in first place. So by Microsoft spending this money is doing what, Crispy? Making competition. And competition drives... in innovation and competition is good for the industry it is bonkers to me that they would that they would imply that somehow call of duty is it being only on xbox or xbox owning call of duty it's going to hurt gamers it's not going to hurt me and you and everybody on this panel and maybe the 300 people that are here because we have game pass what are your thoughts on this i mean i i don't get what what they're trying to do here and, and putting it out in public um, like this, it, it honestly 
puts a black eye on Sony right now. I mean, they're they're doing things that, you know, they're basically in a way, you know, being ironic to themselves and and trying to be, you know, a little like, oh, well, they're, you know, Microsoft's the big bad wolf and whatever. Like, it's like, dude, like you're the one that's been like, you know, trashing Microsoft for years, you know, in your own little ways, like, you know, this is how you share games, stuff like that. So, I mean, God forbid Microsoft says enough's enough. Like we are actually going to invest in gaming and actually, you know, uh, support our, our platform much better than we ever have. And now you're acting like you're still not in the lead. Like you haven't been a part of this consolidation to begin with, you know, they, they've been consolidating just like all these other companies. Okay. Look at all, all of the developers that they've bought. I mean, it, it's, it's really, it's a bad look on their part. Um, it, it's, it's literally like, you know, they're, they're just crying, like, give me it back. I swear. Just give it, you know, it's, it's just, it's it's just it doesn't make any sense and and also i believe microsoft in saying it doesn't really make sense to take away call of duty this is all about game pass i mean let's be honest they are afraid of game pass because in their minds to their investors they cannot provide this type of service even though for some reason you have a competing subscription service that actually charges three dollars more so explain to me how Sony has the right to sit there and tell us that, you know, they're being for the gamers. Um, you are jacking up prices everywhere. So shame on Microsoft for wanting to give you a little competition and say, we're not going to jack our prices up. Instead, we're going to provide perceived value and we're going to allow you to play these games even in your web browser for the love of God. So it's just, it's going to be egg on the face. And if it's not, I'm going to tell you right now, there is going to be a long and daunting court battle because then then this is basically political at this point. And, and you know, it, because they have no proof. They have nothing showing that, you know, this is going to destroy competition in the gaming market. It, it's just not there. You, you're talking about a company that that is technically in third place for console sales. So, you know, for Nintendo, not to say a darn word. And Nintendo is probably looking at this like, oh, we might actually be able to get Call of Duty at some point. You know what I mean? Because Microsoft will try to do that. You know, they're, they are, if you're going to play ball, they'll play ball back. But right now, Sony's just like, nah, bro, um, this isn't, this isn't good for our, uh, for gamers and then our gamers and then PlayStation gamers. And, and, and how many different wordings you're going to put in there and just uh, two sentences, basically like, come on, man. Like you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. This is, this is exactly what Sony's always been. We, we've been talking about this forever, but I mean, at this point, they're just, they got such egg on their face right now. And, you know, when we, when Microsoft responded today, I mean, it gets even better, but it's just, it, it's entertaining to me that, you know, they continue to go on Twitter um, to, you know, the public forum to say, to, you know, basically go head to head with Microsoft while Microsoft just sitting there, like we're, we're doing our thing regardless of what you think. And you are one entity out of many. And for some reason, you're the only one saying anything. So it's it's an interesting thing right now. I, I don't know why they continue to do it, but I'm sure we're going to see more because this is this is just what they're doing now. Yeah, I mean, again, and of course, this everything that has transpired uh, in the last uh, couple of days is going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, we obviously know for a fact that this was all started with Phil Spencer, who came out there and he said, hey, listen, we sent a letter of intent to 
give Sony three more years of 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 Call of Duty, you know, to 2027. Uh, and then, of course, they they you know, J- good old Jimmy Boy came back with the uh, the word of the of the year in inadequate in on many levels. And we don't know specifically what levels those were, but we do we did hear uh, from different rumors that it was going to be a three year deal, and and they were going to continue to give these only three year deals. Uh, I think what what Sony's looking for is is like a, a blanket statement. Oh no, Call of Duty on there forever, and that's unacceptable. They don't have to do that. Sony wouldn't do that. And 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 proven fact of what they've been doing with games and keeping them behind the walled garden, known as the PlayStation brand, which of course is business. I understand that. Crazy Lou, let's get what yeah. uh, your opinion on what happened yesterday, and then we'll break down the monster CNBC uh, interview. I mean, I'm going to tell you something, Mr. Boom. I'm really happy that he keeps pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing because the more he pushes, the more aggressive his, comp- his competition is going to come back. And I don't understand why is he worrying too much about Call of Duty. I mean, you know, yesterday, Boom, when you sent me what, like the subjects, I sat down and I said, okay, let me, gra- let me grab something and let me look for a list, you know, on, on 10 franchises that PlayStation could bring back, right? I mean, we talked about this before. We talked about they can bring back Soulcom. They can bring back Resistance. They can bring back a new Sly Cooper. They can bring back Jack De- Jack, Jack and Dexter, right? They can bring up all these games that, you know, that you can make your your console more, um, what's it called? Uh, more on the market, like more favorable, you know? Yeah. More viable, maybe? More, yes, yes. And you have, and also you got, you know, a lot of um, much more variety instead of just sticking to one thing. And again, I don't know why are they worried so much about the whole Call of Duty thing. I understand it's like it makes you also look weak. I mean, right now I'm scratching my head and I have a PlayStation here and I said, wait, why is Jim Bryan like you know stuck on this idea? It, doesn't he believe in his studios? <laughs> doesn't he believe in what he has and and what he can do with what he has? I mean, Nintendo hasn't had Call of Duty since when? Since Wii, and look and look how good they're doing, and they're just putting out a lot of content and doing pretty good. Another thing is, these if if Sony keeps on locking themselves down the way they are instead of opening market, like what Phil Spencer said, you know, we'll talk about this later. Yeah, an in, in interview, but yes, if Sony keeps on locking down their content just in PlayStation, then you're not gonna get anywhere. Why don't you like, for example, look at that God of War trailer? Y'all saw that God of War trailer, right? Didn't y'all get hyped up with that God of War trailer? It's gorgeous. I can't wait to play. I mean, I did. Everybody else did. And look, it's only on PS5. Why don't you just put it on PS5 and PC? And you'll see your reaction. You'll see how that will get just a mega reaction. And okay, I understand you're scared that you know if it gets so if if Microsoft locks it down, it's gonna be bad for you. Hey, Phil Spencer has never locked his door to open. He's always open to negotiations. He's always been open. He's always said, hey, if somebody wants to come talk to me, hey, you can call me. We can sit down. We can negotiate and come into terms. You know, if you want Call of Duty um, in the near future, we got to sit down and talk. And that's what I think he is pushing and trying to do. You know, and and he's trying to get all these consoles because he wants everything to be everywhere. You know, Xbox um, Game Pass to be everywhere. He wants that. So why not Sony sit down and talk about it instead of you ranting over there on the CMA? Like, hey, you guys are doing a great job. Like, yeah, let's lock these guys down. But Sony, I'll tell you this, though, in my point of view, I will not worry on what's going to come out on Xbox. Because, again, if Call of Duty jumps into Xbox, you're going to know each and every year we're going to have Call of Duty right there. 
I will worry more on what can Xbox deliver on third parties. I mean, look, the Tokyo Game Show. I mean, a lot of people might not agree with me, but hey, I was with my mouth open and said, wow, they are delivering. Dude, they, they listen, are delivering. All, all I have to say is Guilty Gear and Blaze yes. Blue. <laughs> oh, my That's God. It. I mean, I saw Guilty Gear, boom, man. I, I'm telling you, I got crazy. I was like, Guilty Gear. I yeah. love Guilty Gear. And Just Game Pass day and date. Yep. Day and date, yes. And that's what I would worry a lot more. I mean, I remember I was talking the other day with the XBI team, and I told them straightforward. I wouldn't worry about what's going to come out on Xbox because we know that Starfield's coming out. We know that Fable's coming out. We know that all those games are coming out. I would worry more on what they could get of third-party studios and put them in there. Like, for example, look at um, Metal Health Singer. Came out yesterday. Is it a great game? Yes, it phenomenal is. Phenomenal game, it's dude. It's a phenomenal game. I mean, and 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 Wulong is also coming. Is Wulong coming to Game Pass? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. I will worry more about that. I will worry more about the third-party content they can get on there than, the you know, their first party because we already know that's going to happen. So it's going to happen maybe next year or two years later, but, hey, it's going to come. Yeah. But I will worry more on the third-party side. I mean, what can you get with, with, with third parties? Because, hey, Microsoft ain't playing. I mean, like I said, they're delivering. They only got one more thing to do just for us, all of us, to be happy, and that is to bring back those platform games, Banjo-Kazooie, um i'd love to see a conquer uh, i would love return. to see a conquer return yes all those that's, that's that's and and a and a good card game and all that stuff that's all they got to come back to deliver but other well, than that according to special nick yeah a sobo is, is is prototyping a racer for xbox hmm no who way. said a sobo two weeks ago this guy <laughs> that's right man go pull the tapes so, yeah, like I'm saying, that's what I worry more. But, hey, keep pushing, Jim. I'm happy you're pushing, and I love you for that. Keep pushing because you're going to make us, all Xbox users, get more happier. Because they're well, going to you know, more you know, to, 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 to your point, um, I, I think there's something to be said about, uh, about you know, uh, my, potentially forcing Microsoft to be more aggressive. And, yeah. and I think you're on to something with that. Here's the other thing, though. The more that they do this, right, the more that they are going to potentially expose their bad behavior. Yep. Which is, again, it's, it's, it's not a surprise, ladies and gentlemen. We, 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 we know what's yep. going on with Sony. It's yep. unbelievably uh, and blatantly apparent on how they do their business. And, again, here's mm -hmm. the thing. Key word here, business. I get it. Yep. I get it. You want to be number one and you have to mm -hmm. do things that are going to keep you in that first place position. But here's where my problem lies. How dare you try to dictate what a company is going to do with an IP that they are spending $70 billion yes. on? Like yes. it is it is bonkers to me that he would that Jim Ryan would actually have the audacity to say that. Like it's it, it, like honestly, it's 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 crazy. But listen, mm -hmm. we got a lot of show to get into. I got to catch up on the Super Chats. There's been quite a few of them. I want to thank. We are at 400 people here. We're only 17 minutes into the show. That means this is going to be a banger, as the kids say. Let's start off with Shooter2853, who was nice enough to give me a code for the Modern War beta, which I'm actually going to play. Like, I'm, I'm very, I don't normally play Call of Duty, you know, uh, multiplayer. But this looks so good that I think I'm going to have to give it a shot. So, Shooter, thank you so much for that. He drops 
Very generous. $10 sub chances. Good day, Boom, Mrs. Boom, Web Dave, Dreadpool, the crazy one, Fuzzy and Crispy. Uh, here's a small donation towards your birthday cake on the 25th. Yeah, thank you so much for that. Yeah, I'm going to be 52 on the 25th. And don't forget, folks, next week's Breakfast with Boom, $500 worth of digital gifts. Eight $50 gift cards are being doled out. My birthday, you get the prizes. But Caper Grant, uh, 692, drops a very generous $5 super chat and has been a member for one year. Says, when Phil was talking about Xbox and gaming, you could hear the passion he has for Xbox and Xbox gamers. When Jim talks, it's like listening to a banker. Oh, my God, you're absolutely correct in saying so. Good good point right there, and thank you for the generosity. Highlander001, who's been a member for, wow, for two months. Thank you so much for that. Uh, drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, Morning, Mr. Boom. Hope your mom is doing better. Yeah, thank you so much. She is, she's hanging on. She's doing her thing. So thank you so much for the kind words. Uh, says Sony is fighting to keep Call of Duty this hard. What does that say? Uh, what they think about their exclusive output in the next year? Sony, um, uh, so, Sony stuff keeps dropping. Yeah, yeah, the stock, stock absolutely keeps dropping, and and that's because of the, this deal. This deal hurt them, and it'll cost them a lot of money. And I think you know we're only gonna uh, you know it's only gonna get worse for Sony, in my opinion. And their next and and twenty twenty three output, they have Spider Man. They have a they have a bunch of marketing deals where you know the, they're they're exclusive to the cons, uh, console. Final Fantasy 16, if it stays in, right? Uh, um, Forspoken is another one. Um, I don't know which one it is. If Rise of the Ronin is that 2023? I think that is. That is. Uh, I'm looking forward to that a lot. So they they do have some exclusives to get people, um, you know, to come to their system or at least stay there. But what they don't have, and what, and, and this is uh, Crispy's always banging this drum, is the multiplayer aspect. A lot of their games are going to be these these. I, I like the one and dones, folks. I'm I'm not being facetious at all. I I really do like these single player types of games. But um, they they they're kind of kind of been in a big in a bit of trouble. But we, we will we will continue the super chats momentarily. Thank you for the first three. I want to bring in um uh web dave on this dave yesterday obviously the the, the internet was set afire uh, and that's because of what jim or a spokesperson said for yeah. sony which we know it was jim ryan and it almost seemed to me it seemed hilarious because it was like we're we're you know like good i'm glad you got in trouble with the teacher nah, that's, that's what it, that's what it sounded like right yeah. like am, am i lying because mm-hmm. it was like well we're 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 very excited and happy that the CMA said this, you know, and, and listen, Jim, Jimmy boy, you know that it's almost over and the, fata- the fatality is coming. But oh, yeah. what, what, what are your thoughts, Dave, on what uh, the response to the CMA's second look, which everyone expected, everyone expected? Yeah, yeah, everybody expected the second look. Microsoft expected it. They've they allotted time. They've allotted, you know, they spend millions of dollars on lawyers um just microsoft alone you know to to handle this and this is going to get done and they can't stop it they're just trying to from what i see is they're trying to make themselves look like they're actually trying to do something because there's really technically nothing they can do to stop the deal um they're trying to save face with their fans or diehard fans i believe is is really what's what's going on if they got lucky and something got brought up that they you know that the, the microsoft had to concede certain parts of it 
you know, like the, like maybe make it longer than the three years after the current deal. But then again, that's probably why Phil put that out there. It's like, look, we're already offering three additional years. And the CMA looked at that and be like, you know, hmm, that's, that's pretty good. I mean, what are they going to give them four? And Microsoft would probably go, okay, <laughs> we'll give them four. Thank you. Give me my check now. <laughs> time to time to go you know because ding ding they've won and uh and i think that uh, jim ryan is actually also also auditioning to be the new pennywise because he wants to be the dancing clown uh, of dairy that's all i'm saying but no it's uh you know i, I i'm so glad and i know we're going to get into it here in a few minutes but i'm so glad that yeah, the Tokyo Game Show, they sat down with Phil, uh, CNBC, and said, um, hey, you know, they started asking him some some tough questions. And he had answers. And he had a lot of answers. And, um, and, and none of it, I think, from the way, you know, Phil came across was vindictive or petty like Jim. The way Phil comes across is, you know, this is the way the industry has been, this is the way the industry has been going. This is what has been the norm for a long time. And this is how we want to want to do it. Even touting the, the, the day and date on multiple platforms, not just Xbox, but on PC, you know? So, I mean, he's, he's laying it all out to where it's like, are we really the bad guy here? No, we're not. <laughs> well, look, so, Dave, yes. when you consider the facts, right? Like, if you want to fact check this, folks, by all means, take the time like I did and start pulling up and dredging up the information. But if you are as invested into gaming as I am, and this is going well before being a podcaster, I'm only podcasting five years this November. Mm -hmm. I'm relatively new to the scene. And on top of that, I'm an old man coming into a very young man's game, right? Sony has done great things for their gamers. We, you can't argue that the output of first party is tremendous. You can, if you want to argue that, because that good on you. I'm going to give them the flowers that they deserve, specifically in the first party output, because their games are legendary. They're timeless. They have continued to hit. 90 plus metas. Now, maybe they're not your bag. I hear you. I'm not going to argue about that. If that's in fact the case, okay, not a problem. But here's the thing. What they're not good at is messaging. What they're not good at is treating their customers with respect. And we've seen that happen in 2022, where they've gone on a rampage of bad PR and bad press and doing all kinds of things to negatively impact their customers who right now are fighting for their life to put food on the table. And I've been actually, I've been fighting, I've been fighting, people fight with me. Oh, well, boom. If you're fighting to put food on your table, then you shouldn't play games. F you. Like, who thinks like that? Like, honestly, what, because you are, you know, are only making $30,000 a year and you're trying to figure out how to, you know, pay pay the, the light bill and your cable and, and, and your mortgage and you're not supposed to have fun? We're supposed to sit in the corner and rock until the, the next day of work? You, you, you can't want better for your children 
Maybe they want a, a PlayStation 5, probably want a PlayStation 5. And they've done all kinds of anti-consumer um, uh, things this year. And, and, you know, you can argue with me all day long if you want. I, I think that they can care less about their customers. When you see, when you read that thing about what uh, about the spokesperson had to say, they talk about gamers, meaning that it's a broad stroke. They're talking about, uh, uh, but but in reality, folks, are they talking about Xbox gamers, PC gamers, Switch gamers? No, they're not talking about any of those. They're talking about PlayStation gamers, and they don't even treat their own PlayStation gamers with respect. Um, hmm. Listen, we got a lot to cover. Let's get fuzzy, then we'll get Dreadpool in here, and then we're going to get into what, what Phil Spencer had to say. And it's, it's a, I'm not going to be able to cover everything in one show. I'm going to pick out some of the good parts. But fuzzy, mm-hmm. let's talk about what, what, what the spokesperson from uh, 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 Sony had to say yesterday regarding the CMA asking for the second look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, they, uh, Karma's going to come back to bite them, I think, in the end, but... It's really funny um, considering that they're they're happy or or it seems like they're quite uh, pleased that the CMA is doing a more investigative look into the um, the acquisition. It, it, when things come out of discovery, as far as when it uh, when they show some of the contracts that Microsoft sees, what you know Sony has put in there as far as exclusions on certain games or certain exclusive deals for their streaming service and, and, and whatnot. So it's, it's, it's eventually going to be, well, you don't want this to happen, but yet you've been the one, one of the main ones in the industry perpetrating the same things that you're complaining about. So it's like, it's, it's definitely a bad look as, as people would say, but um, I, I, I think at this point we can, we can thank Jim for, you know, creating this this animosity that's eventually going to make a more aggressive microsoft like people have been poking at them before oh we want them to compete and now that they're actually trying to compete now sony's crying to anybody that will listen and it's only going to make i think matters more stringent <laughs> in in the sense that okay microsoft will have to probably like you said can see uh from three years to four years whoop Big whoop, you know, type of deal. Yep. That that's something that they'll probably be fine with. Um, I I think in the grand scheme of things, they don't want to have anything hanging over like uh you know a forever contract or anything remotely close to that. So something in the three to five year range, I I'm pretty sure they'll be like, okay, we'll sign it, and they're kind of smirking in the background. <laughs> you know, and and when things start going into Game Pass and they start growing their market share. A lot of these things that Sony's been doing where they pay for the timed exclusives or exclusive content is eventually going to kind of die down or we're going to see Microsoft counter it in a more aggressive fashion. I mean, one of the things it's ironic to me with uh, Sony's complaint that they got that beta weekend (laughs) deal for uh, the early access deal for Call of Duty. It's like, wait. You're you're the same guys that did the exclusive mission on Hogwarts, which isn't that more of like a detriment to the industry? I mean, it makes me not want to buy the game <laughs> at that point. It's like I wasn't planning on putting or I, I mainly buy only the PlayStation exclusives on my PlayStation. But if you're going to have an exclusive mission because been there, done that with Destiny, I ain't doing it ever again on a PlayStation where it's like, oh, this content's locked away for a year. Then I guess it's not for me. 
So it, it, it it's definitely a bad practice that is just coming to light. And hopefully the CMA gets all the info from uh, the Microsoft legal team. And, you know, they go from there. And hopefully in a few months we hear, you know, what the results are of it. Yeah, I would imagine that we're going to hear about this in March. Like I was all I was all set for this year, and I and the more that you know the second looks decided to come in, uh, I, I now expect it first quarter of next year. Um, most people and 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 obviously this comes all the way from Microsoft proper. They said June mm. of next year, which would be right around the time of E3. Imagine if this is held up to E3 and they announced this at E3, and then they say, oh yeah, by the way, we own this. But look at all these games coming out for the next twelve months. It's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, Dreadpool, uh, let's get your opinion on this. Obviously, you know you know big business. Uh, you've seen things come and go, right, wrong. What are your thoughts on the spokesperson basically going, nah, nah, you got in trouble, CMA? I, I, I think it's embarrassing, to be honest with you. And this, this I'm weak act is pathetic. Like, honestly, if you are a Sony fan... You got to feel embarrassed, bro. Like honestly, you got to be like, "Damn, man, I'm a, I'm not with that guy," because this is weak sauce times a thousand. You know, you're the market leader. You've been the market leader for over a decade, and this is how you're acting. This this is what you're doing to somehow stifle this deal when everyone else around you, all of your peers, dread have said, "Yeah, it's 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 not a problem." There's we have Apex Legends. There's Battlefield. There's Fortnite. There's everyone else. No, nah, there's no problem because we have this competition across the board. What are your thoughts on this, Dredd? Well, <laughs> weak sauce, right? Um, he's bleeding, oozing out all that weak sauce. Uh, sorry, but here's the thing, right? You're going to sit there and complain when you're number one. You know, obviously you're being threatened. You know that this is going to affect you. And putting it out there, uh, usually most most businesses, you know, play poker. They hide all this stuff. They don't put it out there like that to show that they are vulnerable. And that's the fact that they are vulnerable. They wouldn't be doing this if they weren't vulnerable. And, and showing that is showing the weakness in their hand. So, you know, when, when you see this, it's like it's on our side. You know, we're looking at it like this is so petty. Like, seriously, you're number one. Yeah, you know, and then last month it came out that you're number one. You beat out Nintendo. Um, how are you going to be affected? You're not. You know, we want this competition. This is what we want. We want competition. But yet you're crying like a little baby. Yeah. That this is going to hurt you. It's going to hurt Sony, not Sony players. It's going to hurt Sony. You know, and that's yet again, that's the biggest difference. You know, as gamers, we don't care. We want to play wherever we want to play. And if we have to buy three different consoles, four different consoles, whatever, we'll go to the arcade. We'll play wherever it needs to happen for us to play. Otherwise, we just have to sit there and, and bite our lip and not, you know, not really do much about it because we just can't afford it. And just, you know, I wish we could play this, right. you know, and then we just you just sit there humble to ourselves and be like, you know what? I'm glad you're having a great time with this game. I can't wait to come over to your house and play it myself, you know, and, and, and experience the game that you own on the console that you own that I don't, you know, that's the difference, you know, and he, you know, he's here saying, Oh, well, you know, Sony's going to be affected. Well, Sony, didn't we say this before? 
it wasn't just Dreamcast screwing themselves up because Sega couldn't figure out what they were doing between the uh, the 32X, the Saturn, and then the Dreamcast itself. Um, you know, Sega didn't just do that to themselves with the Dreamcast. Sony had a helping hand. Sony yep. had a helping hand in fighting against Nintendo because why? Nintendo and Sony came out with a disk drive console that Nintendo mm-hmm. at last second backed out, which is the reason why the PlayStation came out in the first place mm-hmm. because they said you know what up yours we're gonna do this and we're gonna come at you and sure enough they did yeah. remember yep so we had all these all these crash bandicoot uh advertisements saying this this and that and what did they do they they pushed themselves into the number one position it wasn't just because of advertising it was because they had the games they had everything to back it up playstation 2 was their biggest and still is the biggest console that they've ever had. Yeah. When you look at it, 14 years and they had to tell the the developers to stop making games because we're already into the PlayStation four era and there's, and they're trying to push out PlayStation two games. You know, it, it just shows you how much power they have. And now how, how scared they really are because it's, it's, it's affecting their bottom line or at least it will be with their format of what they're doing. Right. Xbox, stumbled right not only did they stumble they they ran into that rake and it hit them in the forehead and they backed up into the pitchfork and they stabbed themselves in the back yep. right they they did that to themselves so what what happened now they had to sit there and build up back to being the the, the most powerful console they had to step up and figure out how to turn everything around you know and and they have they've they've figured out a way to what we we're never going to make these console sales, but we're going to make the numbers in active users. What happened? Sony did the same thing, but you know yep. what? They still don't tout that. They still tout whatever, how many consoles they can put out. That's the, that's, that's the business side of everything, right? You don't show your weakest hand, you know, but if you have three hands and you're playing at the same time, you show your strongest hand to say, Hey, look, you know, I'm more powerful here, you know, and that's what they're doing. And now they don't have a hand. You know, they're showing their weakest hand. You know, this this is the insane part of why are you crying? You know, I understand they have to do their part and say, look, you know, if if they're not doing their due diligence to stop this, because, you know, anybody in a, you know, if you're racing, you're not going to put street tires on a, on, a, on a drag track. Right. You need to put the best tires you can on there. But you're not going to sit there in a street race and say, well, I only have street tires. And, you know, I, I just have the, you know, the, the, the basic good years. In the meantime, the other guy, um, I said street race, drag race, but uh, the other, you know, the other guy's got, you know, um, the, the Thompsons. So what do you think is going to happen? You know, he upgraded his engine. He upgraded this and that. Now he's upgraded the tires. And now you're going to cry that he's got better tires than you do. This is the same difference here. You know, they're crying about the fact that, they figured out a way to monopolize what they do best, which is software. Yep. They monopolize software the best way. How do you think Phil got to, to the spot that he's in now? Because he figured out what Xbox has been screwing up. And, and still, marketing is their biggest screw up. It yeah. still is there, you know, especially with GoldenEye. Um, mm. But that's a different yeah. story. But yet again, this is something that, you know, they've taken... And they figured out how to be competitive. And now the bully is crying wolf. 
Yeah, indeed. Oh, yeah. We can't do this no more. They're gonna, they're gonna hurt Sony, not Sony players. Sony. They're not gonna hurt gamers. They're gonna hurt Sony. Right. That's the mentality that these guys are having, and unfortunately, the the toxic lemmings are following suit. You know, why are you falling for this? You know, you you need to tell them, Sony, step up. You know, I understand you got to do what you got to do to, you know, because if you don't do, if you don't stand up and say something, then it's going to happen. Yeah. If you stand up and say something and you're still in the wrong, oh, well, whatever. But they're crying about it. They're making a big deal about, oh, my God, Phil, I thought this was a private thing. But yet you said something first. It came out first that it was on your end. But now you're going to blame Phil for bringing out a private conversation. What are you doing now? You're, you're, you're amplifying that private conversation that you thought was supposed to be private that you backtracked and, and backstabbed everybody on. Well, so it, look, it's just, it's just a, you know, it's just hypocritical. That's all it, it is. And you know what? That's at, at, to, 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 to take this giant argument and make it as simplistic. Yeah. It, I couldn't say any better. It is hypocritical, considering sure. that, again, I said this in a tweet. I've said this on my multiple shows that I do. Sony's entire ecosystem, their entire platform has been built in holding content for their players. And I understand it's business. I'm not challenging the fact that they shouldn't have exclusives. What I'm saying is that they have gone out of the way to keep the boot on the neck of Microsoft. And they have had that boot on the neck for over a decade between three generations of consoles. So Mm -hmm. now Microsoft is in it to win it. It's a problem. You know what I'm saying? But listen, let me catch one one last thing. Sure. Remember my phrase, deceptive practices. Same thing here. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely, it is deceptive. But we're going to get into what happened last night with the CNBC interview. Can I I say something real quick before you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. All right. right. I was going to say something. After hearing what you guys are saying, I think the strategy on Xbox is to stop all this greedy things that that these companies are doing because it's not only sony i mean if you go to nintendo like for example look at the golden eye we're not get on the xbox side we still don't know if we're going to get the golden no eye they confirmed line. we're not getting it we're not they're getting, not getting it so yeah. yeah that's the thing that they're, they're being greedy on and also like all these um third-party exclusives like for example uh marvel ultimate alliance it's, it's a game that they have only exclusive to their side you know and it's a way for, for Microsoft, you know, like to, to say, hey, you know, we're willing to share this everywhere so you guys can play it everywhere. This is ours, but this is good if we wanted to put it everywhere. So a, this is a good way, of, you know, for Microsoft to, to tell all these guys, hey, stop being greedy. And they're showing how greedy they have been. They have been all these years. And it's on both companies. They've been doing that for a long, long time. I, I, been, I'll, don't, I'll, don't, mis, don't misinterpret yeah. Microsoft's goodwill as. Oh no, 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 no! Of course, of course, of course. They're, they're, I know, I know. They, they're they're being greedy too. So yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, no, no, no. Here's the thing, yeah. and Phil Spencer said it in the interview. Yeah. Exclusive content is a part of the industry. It's a part of the yeah. business, right? It's what gets people to come to your console because you have a Kratos or you yeah. have a Mario. Or you have a, ma- a master chief. I, 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 and again, there's, there's no challenge there. I, I actually think that you should have exclusives. You should be the company putting out the best exclusives, and that has been for our, quite a while. Sony, and you can't argue what Nintendo does. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, Splatoon three came out. 
and it's the number one selling game yep. in Japan. It's the number one selling uh, game in the series in Japan. There, there's a lot to get into. Uh, listen, we just lost Crispy. Hopefully, he'll be back momentarily. But look, let me catch up on some of the super chats again. There's been quite a few, and I want to thank you, thank everyone for the generosity. And we will continue this conversation. Uh, games for fun drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says Sony might regret any block. Uh, Microsoft, with uh, $70 billion laying around, could feed the Game Pass machine with uh, mass smaller IP studio buyouts. It's it's a no-win situation for Sony. I absolutely agree, but this deal is going to go through, and we're going to talk about specifically what Phil had to say that's extremely interesting coming on the heels of criticism of Microsoft owning uh, you know, doing a $70 billion deal. Wait till you hear what he had to say if you didn't already. Oh, yeah, here's Crispy Bomb. All right, Crispy, welcome back, brother. Um, Stitch6669 drops a very generous $10 super chat and says, this comment by Sony came out right after Call of Duty announced yesterday, Sony exclusive content just for PlayStation. We need more outlets to start calling Sony out for their outdated, crappy, and hypocritical practices. Indeed. And CR Wimpy drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, Temtem is the game of the year. Yeah, I saw you mention that a couple times, and I have to now. I have to check it out. I gotta see what this is about. Corbini Gaming drops a five dollars super chat and says, "Good morning, Boom. Sony at it again. LOL. Great show so far. Maybe Sony needs to look in the mirror. Indeed, they do." And Cr Wimpy drops two more super chats of oh no, one more super chat of five dollars. He says, "If Pokemon is your thing, Temtem is for you as an adult." I see again. Now I have to check it out for sure. Um, he also drops another $5 Super Chat. Thank you for that, CR Wimpy. Definitely appreciate the generosity. He says, if Pokemon got 40 to a million, then Temtem should get Game of the Year. It's better on every level. Yeah, now, now, like I said, now, now I'm intrigued. Uh, Game Pass Weekly, go follow those guys on Twitter. They're relatively new. They're small, but that's how, that's how we all start. We start with one sub, one follower. They put all of the information you could possibly want in one place so you don't have to go and looking for it game pass weekly on twitter thank you for the two dollar super chat they said love the show boom thank you and thanks to you and the panel well thank you for the generosity and andy hart who's been a member for two months thanks andy uh, uh actually he's been a member for five months he says wow that ps2 vr looks awesome yeah i'm buying it day one even if it is 500 bucks which i believe it is going to be so let's talk about one of the key points from a uh, CNBC interview with Phil Spencer, uh, and he was asked a lot of questions, folks. Uh, right now, I couldn't find a full interview from start to finish. Uh, big shout out to um, uh, Idol Sloth, who is back in the community. His his original account got, uh, I, I, I guess, a CMDA'd or something because he put footage up there. He had over twenty, almost twenty thousand followers. He's on his horse back to getting those twenty k. Definitely go follow him. He's been putting this out left and right, and there's all of the. Uh, you can pretty much if you if you're hip to Twitter, you can find pretty much everyone uh, um, t- talking about this. Um, and it's and and basically it's everywhere. But I'm hoping at some point we can get some someone that puts it together or CNBC puts it out there so we can watch this from start to finish. Here is one of the biggest quotes of this interview. And the interviewer is asking Phil, he's talking about the 
billion dollar merger with Activision. And he's asking about competition. He talks about Sony, talks about Tencent. Here's what Phil Spencer had to say. This is such a competitive market. I don't think we get to press pause on anything. And he's responding to what do you do after ABK? And he says this, Tencent is the largest gaming company on the planet today. And they continue to heavily invest in gaming content and game creators. Sony is a larger business uh, than we are in gaming today. And they continue to invest. Again, throwing these two companies under the bus, I think it's, it's, it's absolutely important because Sony, folks, if you haven't been paying attention, has picked up over eight studios in the last 18 months, including a $3.9 billion uh, pickup of Bungie. Like, I mean, it just seems that they're allowed to buy things and no one else is. They have to stay in first place and no one can challenge them. It's, it's a very, very uh, double-sided uh, situation when you talk about what, what when one does something, it's accepted and meaning Sony. When Sony does something, it's like, well, they're market leader. We give them comblage. They get through the velvet rope. Microsoft does something. Oh, no. Microsoft, bad. Sony, good. Well, let me tell you some other things that he had to say in this interview. And I pulled a story from my favorite site, videogameschronicles.com, and it was written by, let me make sure I get the, uh, the name correct, Tom Ivan of VGC. I want to thank Tom for putting this out there. I want to thank VGC because they're one of the uh, sites I use on a regular basis. This is what Phil Spencer continued to say, folks. When you look at the investments that we've made, it's a highly, highly competitive market. We strive to be a major player here. We want to deliver great content to our players, and where and we're going to remain active, whether that's investing in our internal teams that are already building great games that people know and love, on whether or not it's building new partnerships. One of the things I love about coming here to Tokyo is the developers I get to meet with, the new partnerships we have with people like Kojima Productions, and also going to talk with some of our existing publishing partners and independent creators about that, uh, about things that we want to build. And he continues, and I'll, I'll finish off with this. And if it turns into an, uh, an acquisitive M&A work, we, we are active there too. So the work for us never ends. It's a competitive market, and I want to make sure that Xbox is at the forefront of innovation and competition. And folks... It's what Phil Spencer and how Phil Spencer says this. He keeps talking about how the market is competitive. He keeps using the word competitive, and he's absolutely right in doing so because what he's doing is laying the groundwork to say, wait a second. What is the concern about ABK when all of this other business is going around? People are making money, millions and millions of dollars left, right, and center. There's new studios being announced every day. There are new people coming into the industry. There's games coming out so much that we don't have time to play them. I think that this deal gets done. I don't think it gets held up at all. But let's get into the panel. Crispy, I want to start with you. You have a lot to say about this. Phil Spencer is the master when it comes to laying the groundwork for stuff that makes you go, hmm. He Every time he speaks, you sit back and you listen as if he's E.F. Hutton. What are your thoughts on this monster interview? It's calculated. There's no doubt about it. Again, 
right? This this comes on the heels of the, of what the CMA had to say about the second look and Sony's finger pointing about, hey, go get them. This this was great timing, and he had a lot to say here, Crispy. Well, I mean, we all know this is, you know, if Sony said nothing, I think there wouldn't be anything but a response to the CMA itself at this point. But Sony decided to 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 do what they did, which we just talked about. And this is where you go and say, okay, a day later, like, yeah, you got some PR, but like, don't say this, don't say that. But Phil literally delivered this, like, and yeah. you know whether he was reading off a prompt or not, you really don't know. And that's that's where we think, you know, we go and look and say, man, Phil, like, I don't know, you you are really good at this for saying, you know, uh, when he took over Xbox, he really didn't even want the job, to be honest, you know, and and he's he said that several times over interviews over the years. You know, it was kind of like, you know, I'm the next man up and I took it. And now, I mean, look at him. He he delivered. He absolutely showed that, you know, we know what we're talking about here. This is not anti-competitive. If anything, we are finally competing. I mean, yeah, we got Bethesda, but in realism, you could say Bethesda is a little bit more important than Bungie, the way the, the monies are, are put into effect. I mean... Not that much, you know what I mean? It, it wasn't a publicly traded company. I think this is where the publicly traded stuff and all this stuff is starting to, you know, become a big deal. And it just, it baffles my mind that, you know, the CMA, you know, regardless of even, you know, what Luke said the other day, they, they are really, they're kind of in bed, at least um, looking like they're in bed with Sony. And I mean, I don't see them, coming out with like um tweets and emojis and stuff for any other dealings that i've ever seen you know i didn't even know what the cma was until this happened Mm -hmm. so i look at this and say you know phil is just basically calling the actual facts he's he's saying you know tencent that they their investments in gaming far outreaches microsoft's investments in gaming sony has been buying up studios and their investments that that's that's what they've been doing and they've been doing that even more right now than even microsoft at this point and yes we get it microsoft's a huge company but right now gaming they're not in first place and for the first place at least revenue wise i would say you know as far as gaming just to be like crying like this it, it Microsoft did the right thing. They came right out and said, nah, like this isn't exactly. We just lost him. He, he's had, I think he's having some internet issues. We will get him back momentarily. Uh, I, I love what he's putting down. I, I, I think he's making a lot of really fantastic points. First and foremost, um, I want to thank 625 people here in the live chat that is mind-blowing when you consider that many people are here at 10 53 in the morning to listen to this breaking news a big shout out to everyone that's here i see a lot of new faces listen folks we are at 11.1 k we are trying to get to 12 by the end of the year thankfully this year, early on during the Iron Lords podcast in January, uh, we got to 10K. 
it is a big deal. This channel is only run by myself and, and Mrs. Boom. And uh, to us to see the um, incredible success that we have seen in such a short period of time, that, that is a big thank you to everyone that's here. So we just want to say, if you're finding the channel for the first time, please consider subscribing. Also, consider hitting the 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 here, Chris, here's Crispy. Crispy, we'll get you. We'll get you back. Uh, you yeah, know, I, your, I don't know what just happened. Like that. That's right now. So, so real quick, if you're new, hit, hit the the subscribe button. If you are, uh, if you want to, I'm doing. I, I've already committed to five days a week streaming, Monday through Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so if you want to be always known what I'm doing. Hit the bell icon and consider hitting the like button. But Crispy, you were making some amazing points. Please continue. Yeah, so you know we're looking at it in in an aspect that you know for Microsoft a day later to come out and have a statement. Um, I don't like. It doesn't feel like it was completely planned. It's more or less, you know, Sony said something, and now we're going for this tip for tat. And this is probably going to happen until one of them decides to not play ball anymore. But at this point, Microsoft's on the defensive. They are trying to get this this through. And you look at it and you say, well, if one you know entity is going to have an issue with this, we need to call this out because if you really look at it, they are not, you know, they're playing a different game. They're almost trying to, you know, take away from the fact that they've done the same things that they're talking about. And for Phil to come out a day later and call this out very easily because it's the truth. I mean, let's be honest. So that that's where I go and say, he he seems very confident, and I'm sure Microsoft's very confident that unless there's some kind of foul play and there's something else to this that we don't know about, that this is going to go through. And and keep in mind that if you've heard enough from anybody, if the CMA does not pass this, that does not mean that this you know this can't happen. Okay, if the CMA is the only one, then it goes to the court system. You know what I mean? And and everybody else is all, you know, fine with it. Then there's there's court things. But that doesn't mean that's not going to, you know, go through. It just means it might take a little longer. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, I think Phil is going to be ready to roll anytime Sony comes out and says something about this. Because now Sony's pissed them off. And they're supposed to be partners, by the way. A lot of people don't realize that. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to be partners. So this is not acceptable. Especially when... They have small partnerships with Nintendo, but at the same time, Nintendo's not saying anything. And Nintendo's part of the gamers, okay? You know what I mean? Like, regardless of how you think, oh, it's, they don't do AAA, well, in their eyes, their games are AAA, okay? So let's be honest here. If not every competitor is saying something, you only have one, then you do have to go after them, and that's exactly what Phil did. Hey, Crispy. Yeah. Yeah, what's that? Hey, Crispy, next time yeah. uh, Jim Ryan sweeps the leg, jump. Yeah, no, dude, like, it was the weirdest thing. It's like somebody hacked my computer. It just started That's popping great. up stuff, it. and then all of a sudden I got thrown out again. And I'm like, okay, like, it, it's, it's, a, it's a special uh, PlayStation bot coming into my computer right now and taking away, <laughs> taking away the, the narrative. It's like, no, you can't say that because it's darn truth, damn it. Yeah, no, no, it's absolutely true. Listen, Hundred percent. I love love what you put down for sure. Andy Hart, who's been a member of the channel for two months, thank you so much for that. Andy drops a two pound super chat and says, "Would it hurt Xbox if they made Call of Duty exclusive?" No, actually, it wouldn't because what it would do is it would drive people to the box, and uh, it's something that that's that's Sony's biggest fear because again, 
Sony. I mean, look, folks. Let let let's let's take the kid gloves off here and call a spade a spade. Okay, you can't see Spider Man on any box that's not a a, a, a PlayStation, right? Any proper Spider Man solo game, whether that be Spider Man One, Miles Morales, Spider Man Two, or even Spider Man the character in Marvel's Avengers, you could only find in on a PlayStation, right? What what does that do if you're a fan of PlayStation? I mean, uh, of Spider-Man. It makes you go out and buy a PS4 or a PS5. That's that's what it does. Or it makes you angry and not buy the game. Which well, I mean, I you, it could it could make people angry, sure. Yep. But the reality is, is that that's where that the exclusive me. content drives sales of said box. It makes you go out and potentially be a multi-console gamer. Like most of the people here in the chat and most of the people here on the panel, they have all three systems. So if a game comes out that you want to play on on Xbox, but it's only on PlayStation, well, for the most part, you're probably going to buy it on PlayStation. That's just the way it is. But again, Sony has been doing this for decades and they've been doing it through multiple generations. So why all of a sudden is it a problem? It's because their number one spot is going to be challenged and it is going to be challenged. But uh, crazy Lou, let, let, let's let's bring you into the conversation. This interview is going to be talked about for quite some time. And oh, and and there was a lot said by Phil Spencer. Um, I want to listen to the uh, the interview at least another two times so I can get the minutia of what's being said between the lines because I think that is what's really important here. What are your thoughts on Phil Spencer's response to the questions? Oh man, I mean, I, I saw that interview. I mean, I woke up this morning and I see. I started watching last night around like two thirty one a.m. and I was like, hmm. This looks interesting. And then I found like pretty much a little bit more about the interview um, from Idol Sloth. And I was like, whoa, how he responded to everything. Like, for example, they asked him a question about the acquisition talk, right? Which I was I was like, hmm, it got me thinking this morning. When they asked him about, okay, um, since you were there in, 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 in Tokyo Game Show, you know, is there acquisition talk or something like that? I was, something like a question about acquisitions. He said, yeah. We are even open to negotiate about acquisition over here in Japan, you know? Like if somebody can come around and talk to them, you know, buy, uh, to, to say, hey, we're selling. You know, that got me thinking this morning. I told myself, hmm, if Square Enix is probably presenting this balance, well, well, could this mean that, that Microsoft could be negotiating with them to buy them? You know, I was like, hmm, that, that could be like an interesting, you know, thought right there. I'm just saying, you know, putting my thoughts out there about that. And not only that, he also, like, like like how he threw on the economic challenges that people are going through, that they're not going to raise uh, the, the prices on their console. They said, nope, we're not going to do it. As of today, we're not going to do it. We're going to keep the console price normal, and we're just not going to raise them. So, and not only that, I just love the way he was just chilled, how, how he was relaxed, and I was responding everything, you know, how he responded to the whole Call of Duty um, acquisition thing. He sounded like really relaxed, really confident that this deal will go through. He did. He did. He did. He was really confident about it. And, you know, it was it made me really happy that seeing him, like how confident he is and like how Fuzzy said, I mean, not Fuzzy, uh, Crispy said, he's prepared. It's like they, they came prepared for what it was coming. It's like they knew this was going to happen. Literally, it's, it seems like they knew it, you know. And they're relaxed and they're responding the way how – 
he should respond. Like, for example, he said, um, are you guys going to keep um, Call of Duty to yourselves? He said, um, you know, we want to make uh, Call of Duty everywhere. We want to make it available for everybody. You know, like we're doing, we're making um, Game Pass on PC. We're making Game Pass on your cell phone, tablet, everywhere. So he pretty much like threw a pitch right there saying like, yeah, hey, you guys want Call of Duty? You're going to have to sit down and talk with me. You know, you're going to have to sit down and say, hey, you know, you want this over here? What are we going to do? What are we going to negotiate? You know, because like, like I was mentioning earlier before about um, you guys talking about how everybody's greedy. What Phil Spencer is trying to do is get his product out there, you know, and get it to make people share his product, to enjoy his product, you know, to to sit down and make it via app. That's what I'm trying to like visualize in the future. Making via app like like Netflix has it, like Disney Plus has it, Paramount, you know, that's all everywhere. So during this interview, everything I saw, I was really amazed. I was like, wow, I mean, he, he actually made a lot of good valid points. He's still open to acquisition, which is really important. When he mentioned that, I was like, oh, wow. This, I mean, they're going to keep on buying, especially because of all the, comp the competition that's going on. He mentioned Tencent. That is really big. And he mentioned a lot of them. A lot of them during that interview, that he, he was just dropping bombs and bombs and bombs and bombs because since all they received was bombs because of the whole CMA issue, he was saying, "Hey, you know, you got these guys, you got this guy, Sony's big, Tencent's big." He's mentioned a lot of the companies that have been buying. So, like I said earlier, Jim Ryan, keep on pushing, CMA, keep on pushing. You're just gonna make this guy be more aggressive and. When this gets more aggressive, it's going to be way better for us gamers. I mean, this is going to be a great generation from what I see. And I mean, look, you, you know, you, yeah. you made mention of something um, that's yeah. interesting. Uh, you know, the, the more that this gets out, uh, the Sony continues to push. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Uh, at some point, Microsoft is going to, you know, they're going to be the ones carrying the uh, walking silently and carrying the big stick. And they're going to slap back. And when yep. they slap back, when, when, once that absolutely happens, well, then you're going to see. Maybe we'll, we'll get a chance to see, uh, you know, Phil Spencer's fangs a little bit, which a lot of people yep. have been asking for. Like, I, I, I get why they're not doing it, and it makes sense. You know, they have a certain way of of, of the way that they do business. You know, they're the good guy, they're yeah. the gentle giant, and Sony yep. is, you know, the ones that you know uh, throw throws the salt in your eyes when you're not looking. Or when the referee has his back turns, you know, takes yep. out the brass knuckles from your shorts and punches you in the head. That's Sony. But yep. you know what? I, 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 I'm, I'm all about giving people enough rope and letting them hang themselves. And I yep. think that the more Sony continues to act a fool, uh, mm -hmm. so to speak, they're going again. The first, uh, the first level of any of these investigations are very, very, uh, very simplistic in their nature. It's the second. Look, go around where now you start bringing in the lawyers with the boxes and boxes of well look at sony's been doing here look at all these deals i mean i went over it yesterday on um x vlog live where every call of duty since they took over marketing had uh if it wasn't a 30-day map pack and that was standard fare because microsoft did that so let's let we're not taking the blame for that they did have you know the 30-day map pack but then they started getting very cheeky where content was held out for a year like i mean i mean zombies is still not available in vanguard it's a, it's supposedly coming this year but at that point is anybody going to be playing zombies on on on, on vanguard no you can be playing modern warfare 2 and they have the marketing rights on there and i'm sure there's going to be something that you're going to have to wait a year to get 
And it's what Sony did. Look what happened with Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. Destiny 1, Hawkmoon, was not available for PlayStation, I mean, for Xbox gamers for three years. It was supposed to be a year. They extended it a year. Then they extended it another one. And by the time that, you know, the Hawkmoon and, the, and, and that strike that was exclusive to PlayStation came around, did anyone even care? No one gave a shit because Destiny, you, you, you're, you're three years into the life you know, cycle of the, of the game. So, I mean, they continue to do things that keeps content away from players. So when Microsoft steps up and buys the biggest, uh, you know, the, the biggest one in the room, don't complain. Don't cry, Wolf. Because, like I said, I, I think it makes Sony look weak. It's pathetic. And I said, considering the fact that they have really, I mean, just really gone out of their way to be the bully in the room, to now complain that they're now no longer the biggest guy in the room, it's weak sauce 100%. But let's get the Web Dave on this. Web Dave, again, Phil Spencer had a ton to say. But I'm interested to get your, what, what for you personally jumps off the page of the interview? Well, it's his... Um... The way he actually, um, you know, defines, you know, the way the industry has been, like as, as far as like, you know, the norm for the industry for years and how they basically want to, you know, bring it, you know, bring it on a more fair playing field. You know, they do want, you know, the content to be everywhere. Um, I mean, Microsoft is, you know, they're really focused on Game Pass. Why? Because they see it as an advantage um, to the marketplace, and uh, and Sony is like, wow, that's a good idea, and they're trying to play catch up, and they know that they really can't play catch up anytime soon. You know, we're not seeing the day and date. We're not seeing day and date on PC. We're not seeing day and date on their, you know, what was it? The Stray game. That was that was it so far. I mean, it's great game, and and eventually that's coming to Game Pass, but it's not. Or well, no, it's coming to Gamecast, but it's coming to Xbox eventually. I think it's got a year exclusivity, but it's not. Um, it's not. Um, how can you say it's it's real? It's 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 not. Oh well, I, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Sorry. They're um, they're basically not able to 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 compete with Microsoft in this field, and they're showing it clearly. Uh, that they're scared, like you said, it's um, it's a, a big bunch of hypocrisy, left and right, and it's not that they can't do it; it's that they they don't want to do it or feel like they can't afford to do it. But in the long run, I don't think they can afford not to, if if they're wanting to continue to compete with, you know, with Microsoft. And and granted, you know, people can you can come back and say, well, you know. Microsoft doesn't have any, you know, first party games coming out the, the rest of the year. You know, that's true. That's that, that was sucks, Microsoft. That's a, that's a reality. Right. Yeah. And that was, you know, that was. But in the long run, would you rather than push out something that's faulty and not, you know, something's going to have to be fixed and, and not turn out good? Or you want them to let's hold back another couple of months or a year to get it to where when it does come out, it is the banger. It is the holy crap moment, you know. Even the game you're showing now, um, you know, they actually pushed it back a couple of months to do some more tweaking before they released it. Why did they do that? Because they wanted to make sure that the game was up to par. And of course, they've made adjustments and updates constantly, you know, to the to, to Elden Ring. Um, but the reason they do that is because they know they have a good product and everybody loves it. 
But if they had gone out too soon, you know, it could have ended up like the one Square Enix game that's a exclusive to uh, to um, I can't think of the name. You're of it. talking about Babylon's Fall, which yes, has been officially taking offline after only being out a couple of months. Another Square Enix drop the ball moment. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And and who made that game? Oh, yeah, that's Platinum. Oh, that that would that be Platinum Games. That's one yeah, of those man. Platinum Games that we go like this. Yeah, I'm but, not with that guy. I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Platinum. The the you know the one that's like, hey Phil, we want to work with you. Well, of course you want to work with you because you know you're hit or miss. And uh, I don't. Unfortunately, think, they've been more missing than hitting. Uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like I said, do you have a few really good, really good titles out there? But you know, I don't know if it's their A team, B team, C team, or the the team in the closet that's been working on the other one. But it's not, you know. So 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 Microsoft doesn't you know, I think they're they've learned a lesson. Feels like you know okay cool. I mean obviously they're making some big overhauls with Halo because things need to happen. Yeah, was no, um, eventually going to step down. She had to leave early, but she made it sound like she was planning on stepping down after the new updates. You know, Bonnie Ross. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Absolutely. so I mean Wait. it was, but but it was still something that was pretty much inevitable because they're like we need to. You know, we need to, you know, we need to go in a different direction or, or let's, let's, you know, so, so everybody's excuse for that is, is now off the table. So if they're like saying, well, Bonnie needs to go to make this game better. Okay. Now she's gone. Now she's so we'll gone. see now, what now, happens now, in They're, they're going to restructure. They're going to put people right. in different positions. And yeah, the game, well, the, listen, the game is great. Right. Okay? It is. Uh, uh, the it. game is phenomenally fun to play. It's just lacking one of the most important things you need for a game of a, a games as a service, and that is content. Yep, it should have tons of levels. And Once stuff. Forge yeah. releases, oh yeah, it That'll is going be... to be a different show. But I, I want to reel this back in, Dave. Yes, yeah, sorry, and I, want, and I want to. <laughs> no, that's all right, brother. Listen, this is a conversational podcast. I want to bring Fuzzy into the conversation. Fuzzy, look, here's the thing. Before I address, I, I get your opinion. <laughs> I want to say this. Uh, shout out to Six I in the chat. Like, he's a Sony dude. That's awesome, brother. All Sony people, guys, girls, whatever, you're all welcome here. This is my, it's mi casa, su casa, right? It's fine. Pull up a chair, put the feet up. It's cool. Grab a Dr. Pepper or a beer, whatever's your flavor. But I I, I got to call out the shenanigans when I see it, folks. And Six Eyes says this. Sony doing all of this great exclusive deals. And yes, they have locked up a lot of exclusive deals and hats off for them. And that's awesome, and that is very true. But see, this is why this is why I have to call you out. And I'm not saying that you said anything wrong, brother. But you say, why isn't Xbox doing the same? What's stopping them? So, of course, I'm going to take what you said, and I'm going to turn it around on you. And here's what I'm going to say in, 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 in to counter what you're saying. You know, you know how companies go to Xbox and they say, "Hey, listen, Phil and company." Here's a giant bag of money because we want to put our game on your service that has 30 million subscribers because we feel we're going to get the best bang for a buck. Or or Microsoft goes to said publisher and says, hey, listen, that game looks really dope. We think that it would do really well on, on our service. Here's a bag of money. So bag of monies are constantly going back and forth. Here's my counter to your thing. First of all, there are two things, 6i. Sony is buying games because that's all they can afford. Microsoft is buying publishers because they're a near $3 trillion company. So that's the difference right there. That's cut and dry difference. 
Sony buys games because that's all they can afford, right? And I, and I'm not dissing them. I'm telling you the fact. They're, you know, they're they're a billion dollar company, but they're not a trillion dollar company, right? And Sony's the, uh, and PlayStation's the only business making bank for them out of all of their businesses that make up SIE. Here's the other thing: if Sony really, really, really wants Call of Duty to stay on the platform, maybe they should pay Microsoft that big giant bag of money to get it into their service the same way other people have done that as well. Those are my two counters. Whether you agree or you don't, chat, let me know if I'm out of my mind or I'm speaking or spitting facts, as the kids say. But, Fuzzy, let's get back to what Phil Spencer had to say. <laughs> out of everything, and there's a lot... What seems to be the one quote that jumps off the page for you? Like, what says, wow, I'm blown away by this? I, th- I think it was just that he he was pointing out with the whole deal with Tencent and Sony as far as what they've been doing. And then the fact that exclusives have been kind of the staple of, of the industry for the most part. But they're looking to kind of change or or at least go with like a different model, something that's going to be competitive with, with the way Game Pass is set up. And and when it comes to the whole exclusives thing, they could do that, you know, answering uh, Six Eyes, uh, you know, post. But the, the drawback is if you look at the Xbox One generation, in particular, the early part of the Xbox One generation, they did do, you know, second party, I guess you could say exclusives where they would go to developers like Remedy or yep. Capcom and say, hey, yep. here's some money, make the game for us. The drawback is when you when you go down that rabbit hole over time, and we're probably going to see this from PlayStation later on in this generation, you eventually get to a point where you've spent a lot of your wad on those deals. And if they happen to fall through or take longer than expected, you're kind of stuck without content if you're not reinvesting some of that that money that could have been spent with those parties with your actual first party. Now, Sony, on the other hand, is looking to you know shore up their multiplayer or, or ongoing games or games as a service deal. So while they're still doing these exclusive deals, they probably should spend some more of that money towards their games as a service. But I, I'm pretty sure they're working out a balance where, all right, we're going to do the third party stuff today. And as we get closer to the games as a service being ready for release, then that's when they'll probably do that shift. But when it comes to Microsoft, they're looking at the big overall picture. Could they do exclusive stuff? Sure. Could they even double their their install base? Sure. But they are looking beyond that. And I think the whole point of them going with like the browser setup, PC and console, mobile, the whole nine, that is geared to reach beyond what the normal console base is like we we've seen at the largest in any generation the console space is roughly around 150 million units give or take maybe as high as 200 units if you're going to include like the multiple multiple console households and that seems to be like a hard cap and it's been that way for 20 plus years 30 plus years so if you're going to go beyond that and you know, leak a little bit more into mobile, having something that's accessible through a web browser and also available at the same time on PC allows you to get a larger, broader audience at one swoop, as opposed to doing kind of what PlayStation's doing now, where, all right, buy it on the console six months to a year or sometimes four years later, it comes to PC. And I think the grand scheme of things, it's probably better to hit as many playable 
accessible points as you can at launch. So that way, while the game is hot and now on everybody's mind, all the users that are able to access it will come out of pocket to buy or, you know, access it through subscription or whatever the case may be. So I think the, the big thing is looking at the big picture. And I know a lot of people chuckle when, you know, they talk about the 3 billion gamers that they would like to reach. And yeah, that's a lofty goal. And in short, it's shooting for the moon. But if you can get beyond 200 million or 300 million, you know, subscribers or, or people playing the game where, you know, maybe out of those 300 million that are accessing the game, a lot of them are into the, the family plan, you know, subscription deal you're still looking at reoccurring income that in the grand scheme of things is a much better perspective than, you know, having a hard cap of selling, Oh, we sold 20 million of this game or we sold 10 million of that game. So I think the grand scheme of things is the best part of that conversation is Microsoft putting out their plan for what they have for the future with game pass as a, a competing subscription service which Sony still has, you know, the means of shoring theirs up. And in the grand scheme of things, kind of like what Boom was saying, if they wanted in PS Plus or PS Plus Premium, like should that be how the market gravitates as more of the subscription services over the next few years? They should still have the money to be able to say, okay, you know, Microsoft or Activision or, you know, Microsoft Gaming or whatever the case may be, how much is it going to cost us to put it on the service? And I sure that Microsoft could probably stick it to them, but I think in the grand scheme of things to get more eyes or hands on that game, they're going to come up with a price that would be fair and reasonable based on what the market is for games in general going to a subscription service. So at the end of the day, best bet is just keep an eye on what Microsoft is looking to do for reaching more gamers, whether it be on mobile, PC or console or otherwise, or even TVs for that matter and go from there. But um, yeah, I I was pretty pleased with the calm, cool collectedness of Phil's interview. He did seem like he was, he seemed like he was chilling. He was like this. What's up people. (laughs) Phil Spencer here. And and I think he, he has the foresight as far as what the the grand scheme of things are going to be like in the next few years, where more of these service models are going to be, you know, a a bigger staple as like a stopgap as, you know, people are, are are having, you know, let's say a financial downturn to some extent with, with inflation and so forth. You, you're going to see that you could probably reach more people this way as opposed to relying on a $70 or however many dollar purchase on the individual game. And I think instead of worrying about attachments rate, act, activity rates and things like that, where the easier port of entry, where the people are more likely to spend on a micro transaction on a cosmetic is probably the the best result for the dev teams, the publishers, the the studios, and the services in general. And that's all I got. No, I mean, that's good stuff. Dred, let, let's get your opinion on this. Uh, and then we have one more topic regarding what Phil Spencer said specifically about Japan. And, you know, I was talking to both Everborn uh, and uh, Keosante, as I do pretty much every day, and... Bill Spencer's cryptic but very clear point of view is that their next investment, folks, their next acquisition, our next big acquisition, not going to be here in the States. It's going to be it's going to come the way of Japan. Now, who that is, we don't know. Obviously, a lot of people in this chat, 650 people in this chat 
might want Sega to be a part. For me personally, I love the Sega idea because the Blue Bomber being added to Crash Bandicoot and Spyro and Conquer and Banjo-Kazooie, I mean, when are they making their own Smash Brothers game? Because their characters are ridiculous at this point. So, so Sega would be a good one. I like Bandai, Bandai Namco, to be honest with you. I, I, I like them uh, because of, of what they bring. But they are have such a good relationship with them. All of their games are coming to Xbox. But, Dreadpool, what, what of what Phil Spencer had to say regarding, you know, uh, you know the investments in, you know, in, in ABK, what he had to say about exclusivity being a big part of the industry, what jumped off the page for you? Sega. I mean, uh, well, what jumped off the page for me, and, and this is something I've said before, right? And, and Phil has already said it. Xbox has already said it. Microsoft has already said it too, right? So that, and obviously you read, you read the tea leaves and you figure it out, but it, it makes sense, right? They've actually specifically said it. Xbox is not the console. It's the brand. And that's the exclusivity. It's the brand. You can log in and play Minecraft on what? Everywhere. Everywhere, even a refrigerator. In? Right, but where do you log in? You log into Xbox. Right. So even though you're playing it on your refrigerator, your tablet, uh, your uh, your Tesla, right? You're still logging in to Xbox. <laughs> Good on you if you have a Tesla. <laughs> right. <laughs> I I wish. Uh, Me too. <laughs> that'd be great. That'd be cool. I have but... a Kia. I'm very happy with my truck, though. I'm gonna be honest with you. But keep going. <laughs> so, but but and then that's 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 the exclusivity. For, for for Xbox, right? Because uh, just like your your uh, gamer tag, wherever you go, you log in with your gold account, with your Game Pass account. That game comes with you no matter what, right? And I also realized that, and that's what got me into the all digital spot, right? Is the fact that I forgot to bring my console over to the other coast when I was visiting my friend. And I normally bring my Xbox, my, my PlayStation 3 at that time. I, I had a duffel that I would put all my consoles in there and a few select games in there that we would normally play, and I would travel. So I, whether it was at the hotel or going to my friend's house, I'd have something to play. Well, I forgot to bring that bag with me. But lo and behold, you know, in the Xbox One era, I, you know, I had a couple games that were digitally. So I show up at his house. I log into one of his Xboxes he had. For uh, one of his kids' Xboxes, right? So I log in, and I was able to validate those games as my games. And whatever games he didn't already have, I was able to download so that way we could play later on, and they were validated. That is that is literally Xbox, and that is what they're, they've been saying. So they're not trying to keep it away from anybody. They're trying to get it to more people, more places to play, more places to have access to those games, right? So we have games that are... Yeah, they're not using it as much anymore in their marketing, but games that are play anywhere, right? You play the game, you 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 log out, and you go into a, your PC somewhere else or your laptop. You log in, you still play the game. You continue on that same game. It's not two separate games, you know. And that's what they're doing differently for this versus the fact of you, you're locked down to only playing the PS5 or this game is only available on PS5, but yet. It, a month later, it comes out that it's a PS4 game. You know what I mean? Where they're lying to you and you're buying it. So there, there's that difference there. And, and the way that he, you know, Phil's, Phil's leaning back. You know, he, he all his answers in that interview, 
you know he knows he's boss plain and yeah. simple you know, he don't need the mic drop. He's he's already dropped it. He's leaning back. Yeah, here, here's a matter of fact, you know. But when it comes to the next acquisition, you, you can almost guarantee it's going to be an acquisition from Japan. Almost guarantee that. Um, but there are so many other studios that they are trying to get in the rest of the world, right? So you got studios in Africa that they're trying to uh, provide support for. You got studios uh, all over Europe that everybody is already known for, you know. So they're trying to get more demographics from other areas to to produce these other games because we want. Wh- what do we want? We want more games and variety, right? They just had t- um, the Tokyo Game Show with their announcements, and everybody's been blowing up. That you know, holy cow, this is a game I've been wanting. You know, for me, it. it Tokyo Game Show didn't do much for me. You know, it was cool to see certain things. It was cool to have uh, certain games like that. But a lot of the games were not for me. I, I just right now I'm not invested in in those type of games. But you know what? There's a whole lot of people that are. And what does that do? It brings in more people into the brand of Xbox, you know, and doing something like that gets people yet again to play in different places so if you can if you don't have the console you have a sony t or i'm sorry so a samsung tv you can play there right you're still playing off of an xbox console in their servers right so you're still playing on xbox uh, hardware there's you still have access to all that and, and this is kind of the the thing that people are forgetting and, and being blocked for one thing or another they're still going to go for it. They're, they're, they have a mission to get more players to have access to more games. And, you know, th- and this is the greedy part, right? Whose name is going to be synonymous with this? It's going to be Xbox. Yep. You know, who's going to benefit out of this? It's going to be Xbox. Okay. So don't, don't think I'm like, oh, they can do no wrong. They are, they are being greedy for themselves. Just as if it was my company, I would be greedy for myself. Do I want to support the players? Yes, because the more I support the players and in good faith, giving them stuff like that gives me more money. It provides more into my bank, right? So if I can do no wrong in their eyes, right? Just like Sony, they can do no wrong in these toxic player eyes. They will gladly pay more money for a game or a console. You know, when well, I, 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 well, dread to that point, didn't we see on on the interwebs people saying Sony charge me eighty dollars because <laughs> you, you, you charge me ninety dollars because I'll pay for quality. I actually had gotten to, a, and I don't get into fights over Twitter because you know I'll have two or three conversations. But after that, if you start poking a bear, I just I don't fight. I just I just block because I, I don't got time for that. I got five shows to, to 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 write for, so we can have a conversation, but just don't get ridiculous. I actually had a dude tell me that he would pay $800 for a new PlayStation because of the quality. I'm like, okay, well, you know, you keep telling Sony that, they're going to keep raising the prices. You know, it's, and that's the funny thing, right? When I bought my car, my car was a uh, $2,500 $2, $2, car. You know how much I paid for it? Sixteen six. Well, there you go. Nice. Okay. There now, that, that was a deal, right? I could have paid the extra money because I want to support that brand. No. I paid, I made a deal with the dealership and I got it down. I was trying to get even lower than that. But I was, was it a Tesla? I'm just kidding. Well, no, Tesla's 50. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Everyone has, everyone saga has Tesla. 
He's but, not but, yeah, but this, you know, yet again, it's, I'll, I'll, I'll tell everybody. It's a Nissan uh, Sentra SER Spec V from 2003. Nice. Okay. So they wanted 25. It was like 24 and change. So 25 after, after everything was said and done. I got it for 16.6 out the door, everything. Nice. You know what I mean? Drove off, brand new car. I'm the only test driver other than the manufacturer's uh, uh, mandated test that they have to do. Only one. Um, and obviously the tow truck, uh, the, the, the truck driver that had to do all that. But still, you know, I'm bragging about saving money, right? Don't you guys brag about saving money, getting a deal? Uh, yeah. Right? Who, yeah. And, and what are these lemmings doing? They're, they're bragging that they want to spend more money. Okay, fine. You know what? You buy, you pay for a Lamborghini and get a Civic. Why don't you do that? I'm sorry. You know, you want a Ferrari? Let's pay for a Ferrari and, and get a Hugo. Okay. And that's when you okay. laugh at them. You point them. You go. But this is the mentality of these lemmings. You know, it, it, screw these companies, all of them. Like I said, yeah, I'm a Microsoft fan. I'm an Xbox fan. But screw them too, because I'm going to get the best deal that I can for me, right? Because yeah. that extra money is going to go. I don't know, to my wife and kid, to the house. To, to have a, you know, to go to Disney and have a good time with other things. It's, it's all, you know, it's all their other places to go to and experience life, right? It's not all about gaming, but at the same time, oh, wait, I could, I can get three games instead of one. Okay. Yep. You know, but that, and, and that's, that's the mentality, you know, and that's where we have to remember, you know, that this is where everything needs to go. You know, they need to get more more of their content out to more players, right? Wait a second, wait a second. Let's, here's another one. Boom. Yes. You're, you're streaming five days a week now, right? Where? Yes, sir. Where, right here on YouTube, your number one source. But remember way back in the day when I started Breaking Bread with Dread and I told mm-hmm. everybody about Anchor? Where, where do you recast your, your program on Anchor. podcast? Yeah. On Anchor, right? Yep. And Anchor does what? Oh, that's right. It redistributes it to Apple, to Spotify, Google, Google, you yeah, name so it. it. All yeah. over the place, right? But you're exclusive to here, to this platform, but yet everybody anywhere can, can listen in no matter what, if it's on YouTube or those other places that are non-video. And, you know, so yet again, same mentality here. You're, you're expanding everything for more listeners to get to know who you are and come back to YouTube and subscribe to YouTube. Yeah. I mean, this is the mentality. This is this is where you win. This is the part where you have to flip the service into your favor. And that's what they're doing. And what is what is Sony doing? They're not doing that. They're no, no, no. As as a matter of fact, six. I once again basically says, what are you getting in Game Pass? Peppa Pig. Here's the thing, dude. (laughs) I, I don't think you understand that Peppa Pig on Game Pass trended for three days. Okay, Peppa Pig on Game Pass is effing huge. I played it with my nephew, and we, I got a thousand at Game of School. I'm not ashamed to talk about it. The the difference, first of all, we really look. I love what Sony does. If you're a first time Sony owner and you get their service, you have a plethora of incredible games. There's no denying that. But it, I own all of those games, right? I'm looking for what they're going to do for me to keep me in, uh, uh, as, as a, as a top-tier subscriber, which I am. And I did that because Stray was in there. 
now this this month is death uh, is death loop well i'm getting death loop on the 20th and i bought death loop oh by the way so i i actually spent the 70 bucks when death loop came out and bought it i so 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 i'm in the bag but we so are, really are so shouldn't be talking about games just look at what Game Pass has in there. I, I don't know if I'd be pointing the finger when your guy, Jim Ryan, said, why would we play old games? And yet your entire service is built on old games. You know, and here's the funny part, right? We forget, okay, because I understand now it's not a common thing. We don't do that stuff. But you know what? You know, do we forget what Blockbuster was, what Hollywood Video was, what these mm-hmm. mom and pop shops did? Not only just movies, you know, you didn't just rent your movies, you rented your games. You yep. know, what about those people that uh, got onto the service of Gamefly? Mm-hmm. Are they, are, were they not gamers? Were they not supporting the content that they were playing? They were, because in order for that to happen, just like Redbox, they were buying games to allow you to rent them for a fraction of the price. Right. So you played it. You got that. You got a chance to, to try it out and say, you know what? I didn't like it. You didn't have to buy it. But guess what? You also got a chance to play it and say, you know what? I like this game. I'm going to go ahead and buy it. It's the same difference. Or you just play it like I did. I kept uh, Mario uh, RPG for a week uh, past beyond what um, Blockbuster and they kept on calling me going, hey, you haven't returned your game yet. Um, what's going on? I said, I don't care. I'm paying the late fees. Uh, I'm going to play this game until I beat it. I loved that game so much that I kept it and I paid the extra money in the fees. You know what I mean? Because I was not going to stop and start that game over again. I was just going to con- continue on and playing my my games. Yeah. I mean, you know? listen. And, that, great. and this is the mentality. Yes. It, it, it absolutely is. And, and Dreadpool, once again, completely knocking it out of the park. Uh, everyone has done an amazing job today. We are... Just at the 90-minute mark, or a few minutes past, we got 650 people here, which is awesome. I see a lot of new names, a lot of new faces. If you are someone that's finding the channel for the first time, regardless of what console you like, consider subscribing. Because like I said, I'm doing this five days a week, and each show is different. And a lot of different guests, a lot of big opinions, and a lot of big topics. But i got to catch up on the Super Chats, and then we're going to get into... The specifics of Phil Spencer and Microsoft investing, their next investment is going to come the way of Japan. Uh, that's that's what it basically, that's how I read it. That's how a lot of people read it. And I want to know what, what you guys in the chat think they should go for next because they're not going, once this deal is done, the wheels of the monster are not going to stop. And they're going to be focusing, if they're not already making some in- in- inquiries into who they can add in that region because getting uh, a big publisher in Japan would be crazy good. But uh, we got to thank Highlander 001 who drops an additional $5 super chat and says every time Jim Ryan opens his mouth, Sony stock drops. You would think the CFO of Sony would tell him to shut up. Let <laughs> the attorneys do their job. And you're, you're right about that. So strong point on that. Sir X-Man, what's up, dude? He drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, Microsoft's turn to say, this is how you share Call of Duty. Yes. <laughs> Drop the mic winning statement. I love it. Um, he, uh, Maxi uh, Coleman. Hey, Maxi, what's going on? Thank you so much for joining us. They drop a very generous $5 super chat and says, what would the FTC do if Microsoft, American, is buying to compete with Tencent, China? I mean, that's a great point. 
You have to compete with them because they are the biggest one in the room right now. A Raiden Blade, who's been a member for a year, drops a two-pound super chat and says, "When Phil stopped talking and Brad, oh, when Phil stops talking and Brad starts hell on uh, hellfire on PlayStation, yeah, but Brad Smith, that dude is incredibly smart. And if you ever sit down and listen to him, he's a calculated ninja. I'll tell you that. Uh, Andy Hart drops a very generous two-dollar, two-pound super chat and says, "Phil said three years." Uh, Jim Salty, make it exclusive. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous what they're asking for, and they're not. And like I said, my my biggest complaint with what they're asking for is that your company isn't making the investment, and you are not owed shit. Sony isn't owed anything because they're the market leader. F Jim, sorry. Uh, Trey Cor, uh, Co, uh, Coben drops a two pound, a two dollar super chat and says. Be funny if Jim was really a mole of Microsoft. <laughs> oh, are you starting to say that that might actually be? You ever, you ever see the, the 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 meme of the Jim Ryan mask pulled off and it's really um, Donnie D? That is hilarious. <laughs> Every time I see it, I just laugh. Uh, Raiden Blade draws a two additional two pounds super chat and says, "Anyone watch Digital Foundry?" On playing Halo co-op, it works. Yeah, I didn't actually see that. I think there's some workaround that they're figuring out. They're going to end up shutting that down because it's going to break the game. Um, Otis Otis Live 356 has been a member for a month. Thanks so much for that. He drops a $5 super chat and says, Both Cold War and Vanguard has zombies on Xbox. Wasn't behind... Uh, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't behind play, P, PlayStation Paywall. Survival mode in Modern Warfare 2019 was held by one year it's not a zombie mode well thank you for the clarification brother definitely appreciate that and i think we are no we have two more wow michael taylor michael what's going on brother thank you for the ten dollar super chat and he says would you think that if microsoft was to do playstation exclusive strategy they would probably be able to outbid them on mo them most of the time but they chose not to yeah if you ever listen to phil spencer talk about that he's not a big fan of you know of, of the of these exclusive deals that lock them from other players even though i i kind of wish he did do a little bit of that but they don't want to i think and in the, in the interim they don't want to spend the amount of money a lot of these companies are asking for especially the big triple a stuff because they'd rather invest that money into game pass titles or potentially other studios or publishers i think that's really what it comes down to lucky mo what's going on lucky that is my middle name uh he he drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says xbox is buying sony lol embrace a group is what i think swedish uh, is, is what i think swedish company yeah embrace a group actually a lot of people were wondering if microsoft would actually buy embracer but embracers head of the company you ever listen to, to lars he's basically phil spencer like, the guy is a gamer. He's a big nerd. I mean, he started his company by buying and reselling older games. Like, he, he, he I mean, he started the, he started Embracer Group out of his freaking basement. Honestly, he is really a mirror image of uh, Phil Spencer. And, and it's actually, if you ever listen to Pong Soul talk about him, he's a big fan of him. And, and I know why, because he's done some really good things. But let's get to the question at hand. And I'll start with Crispy. Crispy, I have the article in front of me. This is, again, from VGC. Xbox remains open to further acquisitions as it strives to be a major player in the industry. Their next location might, in fact, be Japan. 
what do you want to see them do in Japan? Do you want exclusive games? Do you want publishers? Do you want developers? What does what what does Phil Spencer do next that they've been doing very well here in the U.S.? Well, let's see the Sony snipers come after me again. I know uh, the damn snipers. <laughs> I, I say be petty by Square Enix. There you go. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> said that too. I agree with you there. I agree 100% um, with you there. I, I think, personally, they need to go to um, just dropping day and date in Game Pass. Start there. Yeah. Um, throw the bag th- their way. Uh, I actually said the boom in a, a private DM. I said, dude, imagine if they had an, you know a 10-year exclusive deal with Sega and said everything that you come out with can be multi-plat, but it all comes into Game Pass. That would be pretty cool. And that would be a workaround with this deal going on right now. You know what I mean? Because I, I really, what are they going to do? It's like a, a, a partnership. It's like Discord with Microsoft right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, just a partnership. So, you know, they could do stuff like that. Haven't seen them do that yet. But I'm with Crazy Louie. think Sony's making them think, hmm, you want to play with us? All right, we'll play. Because you know what? Nobody else is saying anything. Nobody else. Like, wh- what are you doing, Sony? You literally, you're using their servers for a lot of your gaming content. What are you doing? And yeah, there's a contract there, all well and good. But what are you going to do after? You better have a backup plan now, I think. Because I don't think Microsoft was anticipating this much backlash. You know what I mean? And this is this is something that I, I've never seen. So you look at that and you say, okay, well, we're going to go into your wheelhouse. We're going to start talking to Japan studios that you won't even support. You won't even look at them twice. You know what I mean? Or you just expect them to be exclusive to your console. And now all of a sudden, oh, like you said, Guilty Gear. Like, me, it's not my bag. But a lot of people are like, man, this is awesome. I haven't seen this. You know what I mean? Like. It's one of those things like these titles that everybody's like, oh, you know, it wasn't my thing. It's not my thing either, but I see a lot of people that are JRPG fans loving what they saw. So clearly Microsoft's on the right path of of trying to at least get some Game Pass exclusive content in some way, shape, or form. And 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 that's where you go and say, okay, well, your entry fee is sometimes $1, maybe $10, maybe $15. There you go. You get those games. Have a good day. Oh, oh, or, oh! You're not going to raise the price. Oh, yeah. Oh. How, how about this, Crispy? Mind you, we we everyone keeps forgetting the fact that there's going to come a point in the next couple of weeks before the holiday starts. Play X game for as low as five dollars a month with the Xbox Game pa- Game Pass family, friends and family. I mean, yes. they haven't even hit the ground running. I I, I think that uh, they are going to choke Sony out. And I think that the, the thing that we're going to see Sony do that they don't want to do. Remember, folks, Sony didn't want to make their own streaming service. They they tried it, it failed. They kind of put they dipped their toe in it. The reason why they got so aggressive with PlayStation Plus Premium is because they were being outdueled by Microsoft. Well, there is going to come a point in time where there are so many first-party bangers on Microsoft's service for as low as $5 a month through friends and family that Sony is going to be forced to literally maybe, and I have a feeling they're going to charge $20, $25 a month because they're not going to keep it at 18 and put their games day and date, but please continue. 
Well, and, th- and there you go, boom. You're paying three dollars. What'd you get, boom? You got you got stray three dollars yep. more. And I, I I also got a death loop, but I already owned it because I paid the seventy bucks. But now I'm getting death loop for as low as five dollars a month from friends and family. Sorry. Well, and 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 you know what? You got metal hell sling. Like dude, like that's metal like- hell slinger is freaking dope af. You got Ooh. you got lies of p. You got you got a plague stale. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I got all the receipts. You Sony extreme mother effers okay and you are gonna get the smoke when next year you ain't got nothing but third party and second party coming out yeah and we're gonna gonna sit here and we're gonna be laughing at you because trust me there's at least three games coming out next year but i think it's five because they've been saying that it's gonna be five you know triple a games so you wait for that and and you will get the smoke because i'm sick and tired of it i mean everybody everybody talks out of both sides their mouth and they want it, you want to go one way or the other. Keep that same energy. You know what? <laughs> I do. I absolutely you can go back all through these these five years that I've been podcasting. Go all the way back. I want Sony to bring out multiplayer, which they can't seem to do with their exclusives. These bangers, they can't even come out with a remaster that actually has the original game mode in it. Like, come on, give me a break. So we look at this and you say, what can they do next? Microsoft needs to go in the home turf of Sony and go and either buy something or just get it on game pass. And I think if they get it on game pass, game pass can be the new exclusive game. Game pass the is the, the new story. exclusive. Cause even, even games that are like metal health slingers out everywhere, but no one's talking about it on play on, on Sony's game on, on platform because you have to pay for it. Yeah, and they're talking and that's about what it because this is all about. Pass. It's yes, about it, Game Pass. It is. It really is. That they could say, "Oh, it's, no, it's, Microsoft's going to." Re- Call of Duty is like Minecraft for Microsoft at this point. They make tons of money off Minecraft. Why wouldn't they do the same in Call of Duty? Call of Duty is the biggest shooter in the entire world, yep. bar none. Regardless of my liking or disliking of it, it is the truth. So why would they keep that away? From the the actual platform that's in the lead right now, which they're not acting like that. It's asinine. The entire conversation right now is totally hilarious. It really is. But it's also it gets you a little angry at times because you're like, you're lying, dude. And that's why we call him Lion Ryan. That's it. Hundred percent. Crazy Lou. Let's get your opinion on this. They're going to be marching into Japan, uh, and I, I and like I said, based on the opinions of many others that I trust and respect, uh, including myself. Uh, hearing Phil Spencer talk specifically about Japan says to me that their next major investment, not only is it coming, but it is going to be in the Asian market, the Asian region where they want a footprint, they want a thumbprint, and they're doing good. I mean, you heard what, what, what Phil said. Folks, just imagine this for a second. Half, well, let, let me give him credit. Bill Spencer said this, and I quote, more than half of the Xbox Series S consoles sold in Japan are new, never-before Xbox customers. Think about that for a second. And Sarah Bond uh, d- drove him home from second with a, w- with a single to the corner when she says they have doubled cloud gaming in that region since it launched. Doubled. 50% plus something happening there. And I think that the next big investment will be Japan. 
who do you want to see them bring home to Xbox? Square Enix. Seriously. Oh, you're being petty. You're, you're being petty. Yeah, no, no. I, I, that, because you know what? I, 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 I'm thinking. You know what? I'm thinking like there's a chain here going on. You know, let's let's go back with um Bethesda. You remember that Bethesda was making two games for Sony. All of a sudden, Microsoft comes, boom, they buy them, right? Yep. And what does Microsoft buy next? They buy the the company that literally since. I think it was 2013, 2012. I don't know when. Yeah, when it, it, it was the start of the new generation. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Probably seven years making content exclusively for Sony. And all of a sudden, they go, boom, they buy that company too. So it's like, hmm, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm getting a chain here. So I think they could probably go ahead and buy Square Enix since they're having a problem right now. And they're talking about, you know, on how they, they had a loss and it's getting harder for them to make games. Maybe they're having that conversation, you know, and get those guys right there and be like, hey, we got you, you know? Probably. Hmm. But yeah, I would definitely go for Square. If it's not not for Square or Front Software, or can I mention, let me see one more, Capcom, one of those three. Capcom would be, that's that's drop the mic, everyone just leave the industry. Yeah, I'm right there with you. You know, uh uh-oh. I was gonna, I was gonna mention the uh, memory. Remember, memory I sent you the other day. I think it was a long time ago. I sent you this memory about Jim Ryan. You know, I blocked third parties, but I put my first party on on Game Pass. You know, because <laughs> they made money with um with uh MOB. You know, that's yeah. what, that's what, that's what I think he's doing. He's blocking out third parties to put his first content. <laughs> well, listen, uh, g- good stuff from uh, from both uh, Crispy yeah. and, and, uh, and that's Crazy. Let's uh, Web Dave. Let's get your opinion on it, brother. Uh, who do you want to see them bring home to Xbox uh, after ABK, uh, uh, specifically in Japan? Well, there you go, there you go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I love it. But you know, it's uh, there, there's so many good things uh, that they could they could do, and I, and I really do think that uh, you know Sega would be a really good purchase for them. Um, I, I you know Square Enix, you know. For me, that would be a dream come true. I think it would be a great purchase. I don't necessarily see it happening, but you know, you never know. They've they've, they've been talking about some problems they've had. Obviously, they just had another game that just absolutely tanked on them. So financially, they're not necessarily in a you know in a good position. So that might be that might be they might be vulnerable. And yeah. does Sony have enough money to buy it? We know that Microsoft does. They actually have tons of money. I think it's like ninety billion after the UK deal yeah. mm-hmm. in cash that they can use to uh, to buy more. <clears throat> so, I mean, I'm and yes, people are people are saying in the chat obviously that there's a lot of you know like exclusives or games that are made for the you know you know Microsoft can work around that. Mm-hmm. They've proven that with what they've done. Um, with the um, you know with the Bethesda deal, um, there were several games. Well, Deathloop is you know now coming to Game Pass, but for a whole year they couldn't talk about it. It was strictly on yep. Sony. And what did Microsoft do? They honored it, and now it's coming home. So, yep. but the, you know those are things that you know. Yes, they may like. Oh, it's terrible. It's going to be on the system. But so what? That's in the long run. It's going to be their game, their franchise, and a Deathloop too may not come to sony just saying it's definitely not coming to sony anything too is not coming to sony yeah they they get the one deal they get the one game and that's it yeah yeah and 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 i'll I'll play the play the little clip right here for you 
with uh, with what Phil had to say originally when that deal went through. This is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. You know. Yep. And there you go. and and you know, Sony their their problem that they you know that they want to solve it all just let Game Pass come on to uh, on the PlayStation and then you'll be able to get your all your games. Well, you then it would, it would it would make their <laughs> service obsolete and that's probably why it wouldn't happen. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, exactly. Good, good stuff, Dave. Uh, uh, let's get um fuzzy and then we'll get Dreadpool and we'll get everyone out of here. Mm-hmm. Fuzzy, you know, you, obviously this is this conversation of what he, Phil had to say is going to be broken down. It's going to be listened to. Uh, hopefully you and Dave can uh, hang out with me on Monday for mm-hmm. uh, about about 70 minutes and we'll talk more about it. I, I really want to sit back this weekend and listen to it. I want to. I want to. Like I said, I really want to read between the lines. So this Monday, I'll be obviously there'll be another special edition of the Xbox Factor podcast, 12 p.m. I'll be sitting down, hopefully with Dave. I'll be sitting down, hopefully down with Fuzzy. Maybe we can get another, uh, you know, a, a fourth person on the on the panel. We're going to continue to break you. this down. This is going to be a lot to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, Fuzzy, what what do you want to see? Microsoft do in Japan? <laughs> well, I have to agree with Dave. I think Sega is the natural selection afterwards. Um, I believe there have been many in the, the gaming community like Everborn and even John Wolf was saying, you know, have it where Sega is basically um, your Xbox East. Uh, yes. brand the Series X and the Series S as, you know, Sega consoles, but, you know, have it where you know the content that Sega keeps for their region, it can be exclusive on those. But you know, on occasion that some of those games come over to, you know, the Xbox Store or, or Game Pass and so forth. But I, I think Sega is probably the the easier natural fit because there is an existing relationship for all of those that you know believe in organic growth. There, there's already a long history of Xbox and Sega working well together. In fact, there was previous thoughts of acquiring Sega back in the day. So I, I think it's about time that they you know put a ring on it type of deal. But uh, aside from that, my my close second choice would be Capcom. But I I don't I don't want to go with the you know, being petty with with uh, Square Enix because they got rid of the the main stuff that would have been of interest. I would have I would would have wanted Square Enix if if of course those uh, Crystal Dynamics and and, uh, and um, Idios Montreal would have been a part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Exactly, yeah. but Capcom as an alternative with you know you have the Resident Resident Evil series, which if you want keep that multiplat as well, but having it come to Game Pass day and date would be awesome. Big. You know, Sony would probably still get to keep the the VR experiences, so it's not taking anything away in that regard. And then maybe we'll see like a another Dead Rising eventually, where you know maybe a reboot for the series. And, and I'd Capcom. love to see them reboot the series. Uh, you know, like make it more realistic i i suppose i mean mm-hmm. i know the wackiness a lot of people dig but i'd love to see them reboot it where it's a little bit more serious yeah um and uh that would that would be kind of dope i like that idea and then street fighter i mean not that it has to be exclusive once again keep it multi-plat cross play and whatnot for that would be awesome as far as for if you want to sell your console yes characters <laughs> only on xbox though master chief yeah yeah, it, yeah so think things along those lines i i, I think Sega is my first choice just because, you know, the, the history and then Capcom, another one, which, you know, Microsoft did try to buy, but, you know, 
<laughs> got laughed at. Not as bad as Nintendo, but you know, there, there was a little bit of back and forth. And then, you know, after the whole Resident Evil uh, series reboot, you know, they that and the success of Monster Hunter on console, it, it definitely soured that that negotiation <laughs> aspect because they were no longer in hurting for money. But I, I, yeah. I think those are the two big ones that they take a look at. There's tons of smaller ones, but they're, they're already partnering with a lot of the. They're part- the well, Sarah Bond confirmed they're partnering with 200 developers in Japan. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and she didn't specifically say what the size, uh, you know, I mean, there's going to be indie, a lot of indies there, but I'm sure there's <laughs> a lot of double and triple A in there as well. Yeah. Uh, but good, good stuff. And uh, uh, Dreadpool, uh, what, what do you want to see them do in Japan? Well, I'm going to say one thing. Uh, sorry, uh, Crazy Lou. But the only issue I have with Square Enix is if they buy them, guess what? Xbox will honor those games for however long that contract is. So being petty might be a backlash on you. It just kind of, kind of, that's where I'm being more petty than your pettiness. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) no, screw that. (laughs) We ain't doing this. Um, But I I do, obviously, I I said it before. I've said it many times. Sega would be the the great, uh, great one, but they'd have to figure out, um, and it's Sammy would have to figure out how to separate themselves from that, which they have done restructuring. They have done all this and that. Um, so it, it still could be for sale. It, it's something that, you know, we talked about a year ago that, um, with the restructuring, what does it mean? What is, so this, this could be one of those things that finally, um, they've been, They've been playing around and courting each other, trying to figure this out. But let's yeah. say let's let's put Sega out of the out of the, out of the question here. The only one I could think of right now that would be a good fit, and 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 something is, and the reason is because it's something that we need. All right, and that would be Bandai Namco. That's bring the them, one I want. Yeah, bring them mm-hmm. back on and good make choice. them get uh, with Killer Instinct. Because mm-hmm. if we can't get. Um, Ed Boon to come on with uh, um, NetherRealm, bring Bandai Namco. You know, according to Maximilian Dude, who is the fighting guru, he seems to think, and he said he he called it, what what exactly did he say it was? I think he called it his madman dream or or just, he's thinking that, yes, Microsoft might have teamed up with Bandai Namco, but Bandai Namco would then give the game over to the makers of Guilty Gear, letting Arc System Works make that game. And, and it's pretty auspicious, folks, that both of those, both Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue, coming onto Xbox Game Pass <laughs> day and date, hmm, Conspiracy maybe Maximilian theories. is onto something. I mean, they, they have made um, uh, Tenken, so they, you know, you look at their their history with the games. I mean, they've got so many games that they've released. So, it, the Guilty Gear would be good. Um, but you know, we get, what Tenken Eight's coming out yep. that they're working on. So, it just yet again, it just depends. I mean, like I said, those would be the two that I would want to make Killer Instinct. Uh, but seeing that we're talking about Japanese studios. It, it's it's going to be either a uh, flip of coin between Sega and Bandai and Namco. Yeah, no, I, I, li- I like what you're putting down. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, as we have 600 people still here in the chat, thank you so much for making this another record-breaking new episode of Breakfast with Boom. Of course, 
everyone's information is going to be there. You should follow and sub everyone's channel because why? Well, they're Boomstick approved and they bring a lot to the community. Let me catch up with some of the super chats. Been a couple of big bombs from a good friend of the program, JD Gamer. JD, what's going on? And thank you for the outstanding generosity. He drops not one, folks, but two $20 super chats and says this Sony will pay. Sony is going to pay for all of these problems they're causing Microsoft and for putting Microsoft on the brink of losing a $3 billion, a three, uh, a three, oh, losing $3 billion if the ABK deal doesn't close. This is a this is a gambit by uh, a gambit by Sony, and unfortunately, they have just screwed themselves. And I agree, Smitty Smith, good a uh, good friend of the program, has been a channel member for thirty months. Holy matrimony! That's almost three years, Smitty. Thank you for that. He says Microsoft should raise the price of a uh, uh, raise the raise, raise the price for on Sony for Azure servers and say it's because of inflation. The book of X, indeed. <laughs> I like that. That's petty, but it's also very funny. JD Gamer's second super chat says this of $20. There is no world where Sony comes out of this on top. I agree. If they force Microsoft to compete by buying third-party exclusives, then Big Bank uh, take Little Bank <laughs> always, whether they buy the companies or just lock up the IPs for years. RIP Sony and JD Gamer, who again has been a channel member for 33 months, says um, uh, Square has a new way to sell itself by selling individual studios. Microsoft will own some Square Enix studios just like Sony will, but which studios and what IP will they get is the question. Any ideas? And of course, we have uh, Will E. Uh, Mackett drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, Mist Walker. Yes! I was hoping that we were going to get an announcement of a Lost Odyssey remake on the lines of Final Fantasy VII, but that's a, that's a that's an hour-long conversation. I love Lost Odyssey, but ladies and gentlemen, let one me more get everyone out of here. Well, oh, there is one more? Oh, yeah, Pragmatic Eagle. What's going on, brother? Hopefully you're doing well. He's been a channel member for three freaking years. Wow. Thank you for that. He says, everyone, have a great weekend. Be safe and remember to be to, to be kind to one another. Great show, boom and panel. Yes, and of course, I love that sentiment. Be kind is very important. Thank you for that, Dave. Uh, we'll start with our guests, Crazy Lou Gaming. Sell your brand, brother. Talk about the Xbox International Podcast. Where they can subscribe and where could they reach out to you and strike up conversation on social media. All right, all right, all right. Well, you guys can strike up a conversation with me on social media. You can find me at Twitter at Crazy Louis Gaming. And every single Wednesday at 7 p.m., the Crazy Louie Gaming YouTube channel, Xbox International with my brother, Silent Cypher and Sour Blow. And next Wednesday, we're going to have a special, special, special guest coming on. Oh, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, guys, go over there and subscribe. You're going to have a lot of fun in that episode. Nice, brother. Thank you so much for that. Crispy Bomb, sell your brand. Oh, you want to say something else? Uh, I was going to say, and thank you for inviting me to the ah, show today, man. Dude, you, you, listen, you're, you're family, La Familia. All you got to do is thanks, uh, just open up the door, brother, and you're home. So don't ever oh, worry thanks. about that. Uh, uh, Crispy, sell your brand, brother. Talk about where you're going to be with us next Wednesday, where you're on on Thursday evenings, and where can people reach out to you on social media? Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Shout out to the chat. Hit that like button, please. Sub to Boom's channel. Come on. 
You got to do it. Let's get to 12K. Let's do it. Thank At you, Crispy you. Bomb on Twitter, Crispy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. You find me on Retro Renegades Tuesday night, 7 p.m. We got Primetime Gaming Wednesday, 7 p.m. The next podcast, Thursday, 8 p.m. And wherever else I might show up at times. See you then. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Thank you so much for that. Dave, well, Dave, obviously you got a, hopefully you got a video dropping this <laughs> Monday that well, I, I think do. a lot of people are going to want to hear. Uh, sell your brand, brother. Talk about where they can check out your incredible interviews, where they can sub on YouTube, and more importantly, reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media. Well, uh, thank you so much for having me on today, man. And, and I'll be here Monday if you need me. I'm just I'm throwing that out there now. Oh, yeah. So, well, I'll, so I'll be, I'll be, I'm, I'm coming calling. That's for sure. Sweet, sweet. But, um, but yeah, man, um, it's Outbreak um, Podcast. Uh, outbreakpodcast.com is my website or Outbreak Podcast on YouTube. And it's Outbreak Gaming is the series of uh, influencers that I've been running. And, and uh, then nice. um, the one I've got this week that's up now, uh, Hargi Chani, is absolutely nice. yeah, amazing. That's a awesome. really, it is. It's a really good interview. He's a smart man, and you find out a lot about him. And then the one, the only, the crazy one, the absolutely. The three phases uh, of? The three phases, that's right, of Gaz. Gaz from Game On Daily. Oh, Lord, have mercy. That's all I can say. Hold on to your hats. I thought, well, maybe we we get like an hour. It was like an hour and forty minutes. It was yeah. Awesome. He likes to go extra. He and, and, it, and it was good. And it, <laughs> even I was like, when he wrapped things up, he's like, ah, let's keep going. It's like, all right, cool. He was three days and six hours sleep when he did the interview, but that's okay. <laughs> you can't tell it. I'll tell you that. Um, but anyway, it's gonna be a good one. Hope everybody gets to check it out and subscribe to my channel. I appreciate that. Um, plus, everybody that's here, all the six hundred people, they all need to come back next Friday because next Friday's the big birthday giveaway oh That's my gosh right. you have a chance to win some major money here from boom and mrs and boomstick i appreciate that very much for the uh the the uh, the, the promo yeah five hundred dollars worth of of uh digital items uh eight fifty dollar gift cards and all you got to do to win is be in the chat you get extra bonus entries for being a channel member dropping a super chat or of course sub- being subscribed to the channel that's how we do it uh fuzzy sell your brand brother talk about the best place for all your racing news on your youtube channel but more importantly where can people reach out to you on social media well just wanted to thank you for having me on here and it was awesome having uh, crazy louie as well as crispy bomb back with us on on the morning show um thanks to everybody that joined us in the chat and anybody that catches this uh uh on the audio later on and stuff like that but uh, for anybody that wants to hear my endless ramblings on anything gaming, just follow me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere, as well as you can find me on later on this evening on Fun Speculations channel at the, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Xbox Ultimate tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Shop Podcast with uh, PTK Blam and Pong Soul. And then Monday on Fun Speculations channel for FSP at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then right back here Friday morning. Look forward to seeing you. Oh, and actually, probably will be uh, hanging out with uh, with Mr. Boomstick and, and Web Dave on Monday. Nice. Uh, was it 10 or 12? Uh, 12, 12. 12. 12 o'clock, yeah. yeah. Probably be readily uh, ready to talk about some of the uh, 
next potential acquisitions for next Monday as well. But yeah, well, yeah this, to listen, Friday. this is, I have a feeling we're going to get a learn a little bit more over the weekend. Honestly, I think, I think there's some more coming. Mm-hmm. And I think that once this interview gets across Sony, Jim, give old Jimmy boy. He can't help himself. He's going to put his foot in his mouth. He <laughs> suffers from foot and mouth disease. And he's going to say something disrespectful. And you know what? We're going to cover it right here for you on double barrel gaming. And last and no way least, Throw your stuff up there, Dreadpool, where everyone, let me let me add you to the, there you go. You can find Woo! Dreadpool on awesome. linktree.com slash Dreadpool, youtube.com slash Dreadpool, Twitter at Dreadpool, TikTok at Dreadpool, and hover.gg slash Dreadpool. And obviously, he's also on Gaming Beyond the Box. That is Wilmy Hood's amazing podcast each and every every week at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, he'll be back here on Breakfast at Boom. But, of course, you got to check out Dread for Breaking Bread with Dread, where he sits down and he does a very cool and unique way to interview people while they're hanging out. And they're, guess what? They're breaking bread. They're eating. They're laughing. They're joking. It's an amazing way to have. And, again, it's very, very different than your standard podcast, which is why you should de- get, definitely get over there. Check yes, out sir. his work and yeah. subscribe. Yeah, definitely. Thank you all for that. Uh, thanks, Boom, for reading all that off for me. Um, uh, I got to thank the chat. You yes. guys make, make this, you know, thanks for all the 600 plus that came in. Yeah. Just keep coming back. There's more content coming up that Boom's putting out there. And then my uh, uh, my breaking bread. I'm also doing th- uh, VR uh, slash 3D VR. So 360 nice. video. Um, I am working one right now that I have with Italian clowns, uh, ran into a snag, but I'm still working on it. And I got some other content for Halloween coming up. So oh, cool. nice, dude. That. and in the chat, the game complainers, he actually sent me evil dead fistful of boomstick. Oh, nice dude. So Thank on, you for that. That's Xbox, awesome. Right. So I, I, I ended up playing it, um, last weekend, which I think was Friday night or Saturday night. I can't remember which day, but I upscaled it to 4k. You won't believe how good that game looks for an original Xbox game. And unfortunately, wow. the quality of life controls were uh, the old not, yeah, yeah, you wish they would update but the controls as well. The surprisingly, visuals, but... some of these games are, are looking fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely props to him. Thanks for sending me that. And thanks for, yet again, everybody in chat. And, yeah. and as always, my DMs are open. If anybody, and I know it's not holiday season, but as always, my DMs are open. Anybody wants to talk, I might not know wh- what to say, but if, if you're feeling any sort of way, just remember, we all care. We do yep, care. We We're not just don't. here for us. We're here for you guys, and that's all of us. I'm, I'm sure I speak for everybody here. And again, thank you, Crazy Lou, and thank you, Crispy Bomb, for coming in and hanging out with us. Yeah, thank you for everybody, and thanks for that message. Super important. Uh, you saw what Gears did. Uh, the coalition never fight alone. If you or if you're if you or someone you know is battling, uh, you know, depression or have any thoughts of suicide, there are so many hotlines that you can reach out anonymously. Talk to somebody. My DMs, of course, are like everyone else's here is open. If you want to talk, give us you know drop drop us a line. We'll talk. But it's super important. To, again, getting close to the holidays, a lot of people get down. Because a family member is no longer being there or loved ones or relationships fall apart. Remember, you're not alone, especially in this gaming community. There's always someone to talk to. Do not hesitate to ask for help. Remember, someone is always listening, and we're here for you as well. Real sh- a real quick shout-out to Gamers Play Hud Zero, who has now become a channel member once again. Thank you for that, brother. And, of course, 
shout out to the ridiculous amount of super chats that came in really honestly we really do appreciate it and we are paying it forward there are two thousand dollars worth of giveaways coming in the next uh, couple of months one next week one in the first week of november which is mrs boom's birthday bash where we're giving away again five hundred dollars worth of digital items and this holiday christmas kwanzaa uh, hanukkah whatever you celebrate you can come to Breakfast at Boom, folks. We're give, it's the most we've ever given away in the channel's existence, $1,000 in one day. Two hours, one, $500 every hour, again, totaling $1,000 worth of digital gifts. And uh, all of our international viewers are welcome. We will get you your monies or, or the uh, amount that you won through PayPal, and we pay all transfer fees as well as all conversion rates. Uh, we ask you for nothing but to be in the chat while we're doing it live, and you have a shot at a, a nearly uh, up to $1,000 worth of digital prizes, one prize per winner, of course. And uh, obviously, I want to say a big thank you and close out today's show with something that is important to me, folks. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you, and that's something that my pops taught us when we were kids, and he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated, and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Bre- a Breakfast with Boom. <laughs>